And welcome to episode 397 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hey! hey. What's up, Ed? How's it going? All right. How are you, sir? I am... I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's your week been? Uh, you know, uh, I feel that a lot has gone on, but uh, and I missed a few things, which is really sad, because uh, I just realized that... Uh, 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 Coming to America 2 dropped this week on uh, Amazon Prime. Yes, it did, Ed. Did you see it? Yes, I did, Ed. Uh, okay, well, I didn't. I just, uh, it just dawned on me like yesterday, and I, I, but it was like late at night, and I was too tired to watch anything. So I did do that. Um, but what I did too this week, I did, I did watch a couple of things. Uh, I have. Uh, satellite radio in my car and I've been driving around and I have a comedy station that I listen to a lot which is dangerous for me because I love to laugh and sometimes I laugh too hard <laughs> that's funny people are like that's why I never hear you laugh on the show it likes to laugh never heard it once <laughs> so so <laughs> so, uh, so I you know so I've been hearing like bits from different comedians, some comedians I ne- never heard of, and some I know very well. And one of them is Brian Regan, and I th- I think I've mentioned the show. For some reason, I don't find him funny. I I tried and listened to him, and <laughs> but like lately, like little like past week, you know, or past few weeks, I should say, not just really this week, past few weeks, I've been listening to him, and Brian Regan's stuff comes on, and I laugh at it. I'm like, you know what? He is funny. I I have to. <laughs> Kind of take that back, you know, and go, you know, I was wrong. <laughs> you know, I got to admit what I'm wrong. And that's, this is the time. But then, the, of course, on Netflix, something pops up in my, you know, on your thing. And it's, there's a Brian Regan special. It's called On the Rocks. Yes. And I watched it. And I chuckled. I ch- I did chuckle. I ch- chuckled twice. But it was like, it was like a very minor um, joke. You know, kind of thing. Right. Like, because there was like, there was some stuff. It's like, he, it's like, it's, it, you, 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 for him, I think he, he, he ramps you up and it's like, here it comes, here it comes. And it never, he never delivers the punchline in, in like, in my, in my opinion, anyway. You okay. guys have to judge for yourself. I, I mean, like I said, I, I, maybe I, it's his face you don't like. Because apparently when you listen to him, you like him. Yeah. But when you watch him, you're like, meh. Maybe it's just not. Maybe his face isn't funny to you. <laughs> maybe it is because he does. He does a lot of goofy faces, you know, like on stage right. and stuff. And he does like his eye roll, like twirling thing, uh-huh. like with his face going like back. It's really weird. You have to, you have to see it. The the, 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 but it's like that doesn't really bother me. It's just like there's like I'm like okay, this is this is going somewhere. This is going so. And then it just and then he goes on to something else. And you're going. I don't. I don't think you finished there. <laughs> I think you got to finish this bit first before you move on to the next one. Like, but I mean, like I said, maybe in a couple of years, if he's if he's on just for laughs, the uh, uh, satellite radio, and I listen to it, I'm like, oh, that that was funny. Because <laughs> because like I said, he, if I was listening to the radio, he, I laughed. There was a couple couple things he's done that like well, the ones I've heard. I don't. I'm not saying like there's some things I didn't find funny, but like every time he was on the radio i was like oh my god that's, that's a good bit like that's good like you know it's it's that's funny and then i watched this special and i'm like yeah no <laughs> i guess it's his older stuff maybe i should go back to some of his older older stuff and see if that's funny maybe maybe that's what it is <laughs> okay <laughs> but i mean like i kind of recommend it so if you 
uh, <laughs> if you have kind of like the last so a guy that kind of sort of you might find funny. people might find it funnier than I will. I mean, some people. I, I've I've always found Brian Reed funny, I'm sh- and I'm sure you will enjoy the special then because you find <laughs> it funny, and you'll. I think you would enjoy it. I really do. Yeah. Uh, so I recommend it to you anyway, <laughs> and any okay. listeners that might actually like that. You know. Uh, I have to watch comedy shows like that like during the day not at night because I also like to laugh Ed believe it or not (laughs) I find that hard to believe (laughs) but you know who doesn't like it when I laugh at like one o'clock in the morning my wife (laughs) because you know we're you know TV in the bedroom watch you know watch a comedy show if I'm like ha 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 you know, I hear, hey. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she's just not like, you know, me laughing. Like, and it's not like, tee hee hee, you know, me. I'm finding something funny. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and she wakes up and she gives me the look like, why? Don't watch that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm not allowed. <laughs> there's a certain time at night, Ed, I'm not allowed to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it goes to. My, my sense of humor has a curfew. <laughs> like, when the streetlights go on, humor goes in. <laughs> if not, mom gets really mad and she yells, and then I'm grounded. <laughs> then I can't watch nothing funny for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, that's good. What else you watch? Well, I I also did something that uh, I've I talked about it in the past. Uh, we talked about uh, CBS All Access and how ridiculous. Because when I was watching all these reviewers, they're telling me to buy the ten nine ninety nine a month, and I'm like, for CBS, I'm paying ten dollars a month. You're out of your mind. Like, Bullshit, it's not worth right? it. And then a few weeks ago, I mentioned the fact that they're doing a half-off sale because they're converting over to Paramount Plus on March 4th. Right. And right, I had right. a hard time doing it because I was kind of curious to see. And I found out there was a $4.99, no, $5.99, sorry, $5.99 uh, commercial uh, one. And I'm like, you know, for half-off of 6 bucks a month, you know, and you do a year, it's like $60, it's $30. So I'm thinking for 30 bucks. I'll try a year of Paramount Plus because you had to do it before March first, a fourth, sorry, uh, to get the deal. Okay. And I and I was having a hard time doing it because I couldn't figure out how to do it. Well, I figured out how to do it. So anybody's listening to this now, it's too late, kids. It's it's now. <laughs> you can't get the hey, deal. I, just, I did something really, really cool. Here's an awful, awful thing, the Dawson thing to watch out for. But guess what? If you're listening to it now, it's over. <laughs> I did you mention a few it. weeks ago to try it out to find you know to find it. It was an article they had to look for and and yeah uh, you know uh, to find out where because it was a promo code was like Paramount Plus or something like that and it was like right. it was even all the articles you you know so I found it and then there was a way like like you have to like look on you have to Google like how to get type Paramount in, Plus type deal in code. yeah <laughs> type in code we're desperate <laughs> we're desperate and uh, please watch. <laughs> Uh, so I, so I have Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, I did it like last minute, literally. Like it was like that day, the day before, or whatever, because that'd be the third was the last day that that the the deal happened. Uh, to get it, 
and the fourth it turned over to Paramount Plus. So I got it, and I don't see is the difference. <laughs> I was like, is it worth the thirty dollars for the whole year? I and I I'm only gonna say yes for one reason and one reason only. I, I'm I'm flipping through and I'm like, okay, they got Picard, they'll have Discovery, I'll watch those. You know, like like I'll I'll I will invest some time in shows. Like I'm trying to now like I said every week trying to watch something new so that way, you know, I'm not like doing the same old stuff every week after week. And I was flipping through this, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, I found this. And I went to the movie section and, you know, and there's like an A to Z section you can go through because they have popular action documentaries, blah, 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 as you go through, sure. but they have an A to Z. So I'm flipping through the A to Z to see the catalog of movies they have, you know, going through. And I see this movie that catches my eye because this is a movie that I've been trying to see for over a year. And really? it's, it's a foreign film. And it's a cyberpunk movie that um, it's on the list. Like if you watch like top 10 cyberpunk movies, this makes the list a few times. Okay. And it's a Japanese Polish movie, you know, kind of oh thing. Oh boy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, if this, if you would have found this maybe like five years ago, I would have a whole bunch of inappropriate jokes. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Why? Why? What's the difference between now and five years ago? Because you, uh, you know, cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the actors and actresses are Polish, and it was done by the guy, the the director, and I should have had it ready, and I was I'm not ready. Uh, the director of Ghost in the Shell, the original Ghost in the Shell of 1995. This was his next movie. Uh, okay. in, in his movies, uh, uh, I'm gonna try and look up. His... Is is it an animated movie or a live action movie? It's live action. Um, you know, uh, it, and there's a sequel which I actually have the sequel to, uh, which was which which was odd because I didn't even realize I had it until <laughs> until I did some research. You know, because I was like, oh, because I was blown away by this movie. It's a really good movie because it's 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 dubbed in English, so it's not like you're reading, uh, uh, um. Subtitles. Subtitles, thank you. And and uh um so it's you know, and and the it's it's not really that off putting because I know like some people don't like the um uh what do you call it? The the you know, the mouth not moving correctly with the words, you know, like right, the sinking. Hey, I, I just got a question now. Yeah. You're kinda of burying you're burying the lead. What was the movie? <laughs> well, I'm look I'm trying to look for something at the same time while, while I'm talking to you. So that's the reason why, because I'm, I'm I'm stalling because I'm trying to do two things at once, and obviously I can't do that. <laughs> but the the movie's called Avalon, and it's about a basically a uh, it's an online game called Avalon that it's illegal okay. to play, but the players that play the game and they're good, they win money. So that's the the idea of it. And so this woman named Ash is she she was in a you find out that she was part of a group, but single players can make more money. So they're, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to be the best and, and trying to get the, the most money. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like what we do, you know, like if we actually made money doing this, right. you know, kind of thing, like a skill that's not really a skill <laughs> that, you know, right. you know, it's like that kind of thing. Um, so basically she finds out that uh, there is a secret like level that, 
brings you like the the most amount of, like you could pretty much retire like playing this level like you could make win the most money and 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 win but the thing is is that if you don't succeed you become what they call the unreturned it's basically you become a vegetable in real life in the real world because you're playing okay. this virtual game it's it's like a virtual reality game sorry if, if i didn't say that uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on IMDb. In a dystopian world, a woman spends her time playing an illegal and dangerous game, hoping to find meaning in her world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so she, she it ends up. It, it's it's it was really. I mean, especially like some of the some of the set designs, like because it's like it's a war. It's like a it's like playing a Call of Duty in a way, like playing the war games and stuff. And there's like these rundown. Uh, cities and like like it's amazing like like what the how they did this and it's like all these tanks running through and they're fighting and, and killing each other and she ends up winning you know the the whatever game it is and they do montages of her playing over and over again and you know in different scenes of, of battle and kind of thing and then she comes out of it and she's like in a like like a third world country type of scenario like a kind of looks like a russia you know i, I mean imagine it's like poland like like the worst neighborhoods of Poland, you know, kind of thing right. where these trolleys are going through and that's their form of transportation, like our busing system here in America. And you would, you know, you, you she has a hotel a room, uh, apartment and she has all these locks on her door, you know, kind of thing. And it's a very small room and there's, you know, it's like a one all in one, like a bed and a kitchenette and all that kind of stuff. Like, so it's, it's showing that kind of world. So she kind of wants better. And then she gets, she finally gets to the level and she goes through and it's like modern day, like, like it's, there's, tr- you know, like pr- proper trains and there's, you know, a, a bustle of, of uh, uh, citizens walking around on like a shopping center kind of thing. And she goes to gotcha. part of the game. She has to go to, she has to find a, a concert, this, this orchestral concert that's playing, you know, kind of things to find this character that she has to eliminate. That's the whole point of her playing this game. And, she finds the character at this at, at this opera, you know, kind of thing, and it's it's a whole talking scene. But I like it. It was really fluid, you know. Like you ever watch like, and it doesn't translate well in American, and you go and like like this was it was a tough watch because the 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 English version, you know, was was tough to watch because some of the characters were goofy and and you know you know like it's it was it, it didn't it's not like like somebody would watch over and over and this one I thought was really good. Like this was done really well, especially the English dub for it. It was, it was, it really emoted very well for the characters and, and it gave you that kind of sense. And it was, the editing was really well. So it was very on par. So it was, it was done very, very brilliantly. I, I, I recommend it if you can find it. I've had a hard time finding this movie. That's the, the reason why. I mean, if you go to Amazon, I think it's like 50 bucks and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to spend 50 bucks for this movie, you know, kind of thing. And I just Ooh, happened right. to, you know, for, for 30 bucks on, on, you know, Paramount Plus, I'm like, hey, you know, this was now worth the 30 bucks I just spent on for the year for for uh, for, for uh, Paramount Plus. But uh, like I said, I recommend it. It was, a, I thought it was a good movie. I actually found it used online for 15 bucks afterwards and I bought it because that's how good it was. I was like, wow, you know, I got to, you know, I, I one day I'm going to watch the the sequel to it. I, I mean, none of the characters. It's just the game is the same. It's the playing Avalon. Uh, the character, these the set of characters are playing the same game. Uh, uh, that that the that's the the sequel. So yeah, that's it's called Assault Girls. Is the sequel? It's a more more of a Japanese 
uh, traditional uh, film. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch that one day when I have enough uh, uh, mood. I guess I got I gotta be in the right mood for this kind of thing because right. it doesn't look as good as as this one did. So, uh, but I, when I watched it, it was like I said, I I highly recommend it. But it's like I said, it's the same director that did the original Ghost in the Shell movie. And if you like that, I think you would like Avalon. You know, I just, I, like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was really, really, really done well. So, uh, but so that's uh, well, what's the sequel that you currently have, that you have seen or own? I own. It's called uh, Assault Girls. I just said. It. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I bought it, and and, the, and I, to, I'll be honest with you, the reason I'm, I'm still trying to calculate in my head how I bought it or why I bought it. I don't know, like, I, I and it's on Blu-ray too, which is really weird because, like, you know, like I can't, I, like, Avon's just on DVD, and I'm thinking maybe I saw it somewhere and it looked interesting, and I just said, you know, I'll pick it up. It was probably cheap, probably somewhere like on Best Buy or something like that, because it's 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 been sitting on my shelf for I, at least years, you know, just been sitting there, and I don't know, you know, and I I figured well I'll try it out one day, you know, because I think it was in the Japanese movies f- for a while. <laughs> You know, like the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and the uh, Curse of the Golden Flower, and Hero, and all those other Japanese movies that that I bought, and I, and then it's like I've kind of advanced to another Japanese movie, oh, The Returner. I don't remember. If, I think I saw, I showed you that one years ago. If you don't remember that one, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like a modern day like Transformer movie, uh, you know, and a time traveling movie. And I, I I thought that was really so I think that's why like that, that's why I bought it. That's the only thing I could think of why I bought it. <laughs> Figured <laughs> out, you know, and I just put it in my collection. Oh yeah, I'll just watch it one day. And I never did. Like I just because I have so many movies and I forget like they're in there. And you know, and I, I just I I remember just it, like looking up though after I saw the Avalon. I'm like looking up the movie more, get more information. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, the sequel, Salt Cars. I'm like, wait a minute, I think I I own that movie and i walk over i'm like oh yeah there it is <laughs> i think i got the sequel <laughs> watch that so but uh yeah so that was uh that's pretty much my uh, thing like i said i i realized that uh, uh coming to america 2 was uh was out this week and i kind of was, i was kind of you know uh bummed that i didn't get to see that before the show uh, okay. I wanted to see it, so I don't know how how well it is, but uh, I, I, if you talk it, if you saw it, you could maybe uh, recommend well, it or not I, recommend I, it. I, sure, I mean, I, I have I've had a interesting week. Well, I mean, pro- I guess productive if you consider watching TV a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> well, let's see. Uh, yes, I well, coming to America too was supposed to be was supposed to be released on um, Prime on the 5th of March, but for but instead they dropped it on the 4th, because I was strolling through Amazon and I was like, oh, wait, Coming to America 2's available? I thought that was supposed to be coming out tomorrow, like me and Friday. And so I watched it that night. Um, it's cute. It ain't, it doesn't you know, it's, it's a cute sequel to a 30-year-old movie. Um, that 30 year old movie is, is a classic and it will always be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie brought back, you know, like a lot of the, he brought back almost everybody, all the, all the classic hits. Um, they actually even did a, uh, de-aging process in a couple scenes hmm. to make them look like, you know, what they did back in, in the day. Um, it was, there were some funny moments. It wasn't 
like um, I feel like the first one was a little bit more um, I don't want to say dirtier because that one does that's not correct. Um, uh, it was a little more adult humorish. I think because it was rated R, this would be considered PG thirteen. Um, but like I said, it, it wasn't. I would recommend it if you if you saw Coming to America and you enjoyed it, which I believe almost anybody, almost everybody has. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anybody who says, you know, what movie sucked Coming to America. I, I just I just don't. You know, I mean. <laughs> I mean, if, if anyone who hates that movie, I just don't think I can really be associated with them. Um, you know, blue chunks going to America, <laughs> right? Okay, I, don't, I don't talk to that dude. Why not? Said he hated coming to America. <gasps> did you call? Did you call the cops? He might be a terrorist. Like I just, just I don't. You know, it's too good of a movie. Um, but, but the sequel was cute. Um, I wasn't hating it. Um, I don't. I mean. It should be considered. Uh, they spent more time in his homeland than they did in America, so having it be called "Coming to America" is kind of misleading. Uh-huh. But, but I'm like, all right. I mean, you gotta call it something. You can't call. It, you can't call it. Hey, it's not coming to America too, but it is. <laughs> um, it was cute. Like I said, I would recommend it, especially if you've seen the first one. Watch the second one. Um, I wasn't like, I was able to watch it night and not be like. Bah! There was a couple of moments I was like, <laughs> like chuckling, yeah. and when when you see like you know when he walks into the barber shop and the old guys are all there, my first instinct is, shouldn't they really be dead? <laughs> but instead, you know, like thirty years later, they look exactly the same. <laughs> should they be dead? You know, <laughs> so it was just like, okay, you know, you had to kind of like suspend some like you know real time issues, I guess. But I was like, they were old. Those characters were supposed to be old in the 80s. They should really be dead, but they look like they just filmed it yesterday, you know, with the makeup and all. The makeup looked better, you know, obviously, but uh, he still had the nice Jewish man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> look, it's Kuta Kinte and Ebola. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, in, in, you know, typical, I, I think at the end, they also had, like, state of the end, there's some you know, blooper credit scenes that, you know, are always fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Um, That was good. Uh, I'm assuming, did you get to watch the series finale of WandaVision? Oh, yes, yes. I did do that, too. All right. Let's let's talk about that. Uh, What did you think? Uh, um, You know, I was satisfied. I have to say that. Uh, You know, I just wasn't overly satisfied, I guess, because it's like... I. It's everything I expected it to be. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, <laughs> like I, I, it's see, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the entire series. I liked the finale. Um, I thought it was fine. It was good. Uh, what I think my enjoyment is is the people who are bitching about the finale are the same people who, through the entire series, had all these stupid fan theories about how this person should be in it and how because this clue and this clue and this clue and that oh this is going to lead up to Mephesto and the whole time I'm like he's never they're never going to bring him in never they're not once because you're not going to do that Um, but there are so many fan theories and to have them just you know at the series finale just being kind of blown out the water I I, those people complain and I just kind of laugh at them like well you're just mad because in your head, you want it, you want it to be right. Instead of enjoying the show for what it is, you wanted to you wanted it to turn into and make it into something that you wanted, 
rather than having it exist on its own right. and just just enjoying it for the content that it is and that's why you're mad like you're mad at, at it because you're wrong and you don't want to admit that you're wrong that you had this bullshit theory all along and that you're mad that you were wrong that's that's nana nana boo boo go sit in a corner and cry your eyes out you know maybe you should maybe next time stop theorizing and just enjoy what you got uh-huh. you know um i i personally okay me i enjoyed it i do like the new spoilers for those people who haven't watched the show um they give her a new costume yeah which i think looks pretty badass right i do you're right i agree it, 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 it to me it, it's kind of like the comic book but also kind of not a modernized version of the comic book costume and i liked it you know i, I still think you know i know she complained about some of the other outfits for showing too much cleavage because you know she's allowed to and this one none she still looked great i mean i'm not you know not knocking it because i thought it was it was pretty badass i was really impressed with the look of it um i did have one bitch and gripe about it and it mainly was because and it's my own conceit conceit i was hoping um white vision wasn't going to sound like vision i thought i was kind of hoping it would sound more like ultron but you know that's i'm willing to be like eh what do you want (laughs) you know it didn't take away from my enjoyment i was like oh man i feel like that was kind of a missed opportunity but whatever you know um i also think people too when what did you think about the vision and vision fight I thought it was great. I, I mean, I, it was brilliant. I, I loved, I loved the whole library scene where they were discussing the, you know, right. That's exactly my point. I can just, I know that there's some people out there who are probably pissed off the fact that there wasn't a lot more punchy punchy between the two visions. And I'm like, there is no way you can have two supercomputers are going to result down to a punch. It's going to be a logic off. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be one computer talking to another computer, and it's it's basically the tic-tac-toe scene of fucking war games. Uh-huh. You know, and it's, what's your programming? My programming is to do this. Well, you realize that technically, I don't really, you're more vision than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sh- shit. Uh, let me go think about this, because then I... Wait, huh? Fuck. <laughs> like, okay, I- I'll be back. <laughs> I just, I'm like, all right, I, of course it was going to end in, in a, like, a, let's have a conversation because I don't think you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, the, the, you know? the, 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 to me, the, if you want to talk about gripes, the only, the only thing I griped about was the fact, and it's not that big of a gripe because I, I'm like, I'm like, obviously, like, something, but the, the to me, to me, it was the um, uh, Wanda just like leaving, you know, like they're letting her go. I'm like, she just, you know, you, she just, you know, pretty much took a town like hostage, you know, like, right. <laughs> like that's, that's okay. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, what's the guy from sword, the, 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 the director from sword, you know, he, he wants to like personally wipe out, you know, Wanda, but. But, but right, he, he's getting away. He's getting cuffs. Wanda, who's have, who's basically tormented and tortured a whole town of people, she gets to saunter off with a bunch of people just looking at her, smiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was trapped in my own mind. I couldn't get out. I fucking want you to die. Yeah, well, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to let her go. You know why? Because she's an Avenger, and we need her in the sequel. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Like you go, really? Like, 
That's... <laughs> it's like Wanda. Wanda can do whatever the fuck she wants to do because no one's willing to stop her because they can't. Because she'll just go wiggity 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 whack, and then next thing you know, you're under a spell and you're seeing your worst fears, and then you know, it's like, oh, oh. I was kind of hoping that maybe there'd be more of a like a. I was waiting for like a like a, a decent cameo. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, of like, I thought like with well, um. Well, I I did like the one theory I loved a lot, which was that Dick Van Dyke was going to be in it, <laughs> and he was going to be Dick Van Dyke be in it because of the Dick Van Dyke show that she watched in the. Oh, okay. Like one of the flashback <laughs> scenes when she's a kid, and of course the right. you know the the Dick Van Dyke, you know. So and then, uh, but but I thought he he's like, and I'm like I'm like I really wasn't I'm like. Cause, cause my wife, my wife said that she goes, you know, I saw this thing online where they think Dick Van Dyke's gonna be the big bad guy at the end, and I'm like, <laughs> beloved Dick Van Dyke is gonna be the guy that. that... I mean, if you're just going by things, you can do one of two things: you can either throw an ottoman at him because apparently you can't walk in front of one without tripping over it, or two, give him a chimney sweep, and he'll start singing. <laughs> in a song and dance. You know, so let me say, you know, I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of did want to see a Reed Richards like type of thing, like they, like they, a lot of people were theorizing about, like how the Reed Richards right, going to be yeah. in it, and I was yeah. like, uh, they, never, they never did get to the, well, you know, like is was that uh, that engineer that she was referencing twice? Is it the woman who showed up at the end, not the very end, but um, the one who showed up in this in the the um. And the fatigues, mm. like okay, it could have been her. Like no shade to her, but I mean, why would they focus on that? You know, so many times and not have a a, a major player. Why. Right here's why: because you wanted it, they didn't want to do it. That's, yeah, you know. So I was, I was like, I'm like, like when it didn't happen, I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, like, like that's the thing. Like I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, I just like it resolved exactly the way I thought it would. So that's that's the only reason why I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not as as excited like for it than I was. You know, like, like once you once you see it, like, yeah, it's exactly how I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, and, and again, it was it's, it was satisfying. Like, it was satisfying. I was satisfied, but I wasn't like, oh my god, like what an ending! Like, right. it's like it's like it's like you go to a restaurant. And it's a restaurant you've been to a bunch of times, and you have the the meal that you always have there. And the reason why you have because you know it's always going to be good. Yeah. It's, it's you don't you don't deviate off the menu it's a nice meal and you walk with you at the end of the night you're like whoo that was good i really enjoyed that you know what it was just the right amount of filling there wasn't a lot you know i didn't have to worry about it if i want to snack later on i could go do something else like there's nothing it it was just a perfectly cooked meal right you know uh, i'm interested to see you know like what's the next main you know next course because with pandemics and all i mean i know that I saw you know, she was on Jimmy Kim, well, not Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon, and she was saying that she was already on the set of Doctor Strange too. So they're filming that right now. So I'm like, all right, I can't wait to see what that's going to happen because it did it it did have. Did you watch both credit scenes? Oh yes. Okay, I mean, you know, I was like, all right, first one. I get, I mean, the first one I felt like you know why can't can't you just say Nick Fury? Were you not allowed to say Nick Fury? Because what's with you don't. After what ten years and twenty three films, there's no need to go. We have a friend who might be interested in talking to you. Like, <laughs> like at this point, just walk and go. Yeah, 
Nick Fury, the guy you know, he wants to talk to you. He's up. He's will beat me up in a minute. Like, <laughs> why did you have to allude that it was, you know, somebody else? It's it's, it's Nick. You know, it's Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick's the head of sword. It's it's. Come on, <laughs> like, you know. Uh, I mean, I would, I was surprised. You know, Captain Marvel didn't show up. You know, it would have been interesting to see. But uh, uh like I said, I, I I really enjoyed it. Um. I did buy a movie this week, though. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. I, I not only did I buy it, bought it, I also watched it today specifically because I knew we were doing the show. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's a movie that I wanted to see in the first place. Ed, I'm just gonna get right to it. I like movies. <laughs> I like video games. I like Mila Jovovich. I like it when Mila Jovovich is in a video game movie. <laughs> So I, bought, I like it so much that I bought Monster Hunter. That's an oh, that's a video game movie. Uh, okay. Yes. yes, Monster. You're right, right. Monster Hunter is a video game. It's a very popular, um, very big in Japan, um, and it got real popular here too. Um, even I, Monster Hunter World is the game that I was introduced to playing it, and it's mm. also the game that I threw up at while playing. I don't know if, if I if I ever told that story on air. <laughs> no, I would remember a yak story. <laughs> um, I Monster Hunter World is, I believe, it's a Capcom game, and the you are it's a grinding type game. You're a it's, it's the title says it all. You're a monster hunter. Um, you know how when you play a video game and you have a big boss battle, mm-hmm. and Imagine a whole game on based around boss battles. Every monster that you come across is a little bigger than it should be. You have to, you know, study it. You have to kind of plan for it. And then when you kill it, you get resources from it, like um, scales, hide, whatever it is that you're using. And then you can use that to actually make better armor to hunt better or to hunt harder monsters. Mm-hmm. And on the game that I was playing, it, you are a um, you're out there trying to bring down this dragon esque type of character creature, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of the plot of the game. Now, I didn't hate the game. In fact, I think I know what fucked me up, and I think I know how to fix it. But let me I'll, I'm burying the I'm burying it here. Um, so because of the camera angles and the camera movements, you know how sometimes I've mentioned in the past that sometimes I get motion sickness playing a game? Right. Um, it's, it's probably because I spin the camera around too much or the frame rate's a little off. I'm not – there's – I never really make tweaks to a game. I just put it in, plug it in, and I start playing. Because hmm. <clears throat> in my head, it's, well, these guys have beta tested it. They know it works. I don't want to fuck with something that should work. I'm not a programmer. Um, even though I know that they have those things for reasons, I always tend to ignore it. Well – for the com- for the game I was playing it and I was spinning the camera around and I was jumping around so like there was a lot of motion going on right and my eyes my head just kind of got a little woozy from it and I was like oh I think I think I'm going to throw up and I ex- paused, pushed pause on the game stood up went to the bathroom heaved a little bit and I was like yep I think I'm done I think I'm, I'm not playing this game rather than try to figure out how to fix the problem I, I'd rather just cut the problem out completely because you know <laughs> I'm, I, I, that's me <laughs> me can't fix me smash <laughs> <laughs> so so instead of trying to figure it out and and i didn't really know anybody who's having this problem so i really 
I know I probably could have Googled it. I could have done a little research, but at the time I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. There's, I can move on to another game, but I can't believe like I actually like threw up a little bit. Like it wasn't not, not threw up a little bit in my mouth, but it was more like a into the toilet and was like, wow, I guess I'm, I guess I should trade that in tomorrow. (laughs) 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 So I, I, so I did get a taste for the game. (laughs) Um, and it was fun. I mean, it does have a multiplayer. It, it, it is kind of when you're on this island, it basically is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. You can play with other people. You could bump into people while they're trying to fight a boss, you know, while they're trying to fight a monster, and you can jump in. And then what was I thought was cool about the game is that you didn't have to be proficient in one weapon. You could play any weapon. Like uh, the double blade was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a spear, big giant axe, uh, big giant, you know, um, on the cover of the movie, there's a, a, a guy holding a sword that looks like it's made from a jawbone of another creature. They had that. Um, there's also armor that you can create and make. Uh, it was, it was, it wasn't a horrible game it, with the exception of what I had the problem with. I, I just, you know, I just, I just moved on, but my new, you know, when Monster Hunter the movie came out, I was like, well, again, it's it's written and directed by uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, which is Mila's husband. Mm. Um, they've been doing, it's like they did all the Resident Evil game movies together, uh, and now they've moved on to another franchise apparently. <laughs> um, it's like, honey, what, do you, what, the, what are the kids playing? Uh, they're playing this Monster Hunter world. Do they like it? Yeah. Think we should make a movie out of it? Yeah, sure. Why not? I got nothing to do. Like <laughs> that's kind of how it felt. Like, it. and I mean, the one thing that this movie didn't do, it didn't make me throw up. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I say, did you yak? <laughs> no, I I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It wasn't a hard like going in knowing it's a video game movie. Mm. So my my expectations were already low. It's a Mila Jovovich action movie, and it's finest. It's there's nothing wrong with it. Again kind of like having a good meal or a good dessert it was just like i i knew what i was getting um there were a couple of like <laughs> there was just moments in the movie like you have this great cast and I, to kind of give you she's from apparently ed there's two different worlds i don't know okay. if you knew it or not no there's our there's our world and then there's the other world and apparently the other world is where this monster hunter movie takes place in however mila jovovich is from our world. She's a ranger, an, a military ranger from our world mm-hmm. who gets sucked into a portal to get to the other world. Hmm. Um, and to me, I feel like that's kind of, it's, it's that portal does not exist in the game at all. It felt like this was like the, instead of just creating a game and a world, I mean, instead of creating a movie in a world and you make those rules up and then, you know, introduce the world to the movie mm. uh, they kind of felt like they have to have it grounded in some sort of not reality but in sort of real world like oh well she's a ranger and she gets pulled into this portal where it's all these monsters instead of just going she's on a planet that's ruled by monsters like it's we live in a fantasy world so why not just go all the way with the fantasy um, <clears throat> I don't I know that she but her whole team is made up of some pretty decent well-known names and i'm like all right you know spoiler not allowed to make it (laughs) (laughs) within like the first 20 minutes of the movie 
Wow. And, uh, and I'm like, wow, you guys threw a lot of names in there. And Ron Perlman's in it, who's the, the great Ron Perlman. He's in it, and he actually is a native of the of the um, planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really focuses around uh, this Asian character. Um, I don't know his name. They never actually give him a name, except they just called him Hunter, um, because that's what she called him. Um, so, of course, you know, like she gets pulled into this dimension because of there's a an anomaly happening on the monster world part. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's trying to get back home, and she meets the Asian dude, and without, you know, without saying how she meets him or why he is in the position that he's in. But he doesn't speak English. She does, so there's a little bit of a, a language barrier. <clears throat> there's a, not a lot on plot, a lot on action. Okay. Um, but the action, the action was good. Um, you know, there was some good hand-to-hand combat fight in between her and the Asian guy, which made me feel like he, he that they were trying to get a uh, they live type feeling about it. Hmm. You know, like how good that fight scene is, yeah, and how long it is. <laughs> hmm. I think they were trying to go for that, but it just it. I was like, all right. I mean, it was a good fight scene, but it didn't, and it didn't really move the plot at all, which <laughs> it's not supposed. It's not supposed to. Um, the special effects were pretty good. I mean, there was a there was one moment towards the end where I was like, "Oh, that looks like that looks like they just ran out of money." Like it was if it was like ninety eight percent done, <laughs> and someone went, "Yeah, no one's gonna care." <laughs> um, and that's that's kind of hard for me to to say that because I'm a Mister like I'm I'm a eh, who cares? Let it go. This one was kind of noticeable, at least for me. Um, but I, I really just feel like the movie was good. I, I wasn't. At the end, I didn't go. Wow, you know, I should, I should, you know, be nicer to people, or I feel like, oh, I should give that person a chance. You know, like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't walk away becoming any a better person for watching it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I, you know, what I took away from it was like, hey, she used the double blades like I did in the game. <laughs> that's, like that's cool. That's okay, we got. She, we got she picked the same there. weapon I did. That's awesome. <laughs> like, she, I know, was playing it right. <laughs> then there is like another character on. There's like a group of them when she meets up with a group of people, and one of the people in the group had a hairstyle that my character had in the game. I was like, hey, I recognize that hair that haircut because I had that haircut. <laughs> and then there's the there's in in Monster Hunter World there's a um, the cooks in the world are for lack of a better term big cat and cat like animals like like cats mm-hmm. um, and there's a scene with them when when it popped when it happened I completely forgot that they were in that world I was like oh shit they even threw that in like oh that's awesome like it looked like they actually took like things from the actual game and really just turned them into real life for the movie and it was done pretty well like uh, if you didn't if you never played the game it's a good action movie if you played the game you walked away with gum okay they they hit some things it's you know like, uh, <laughs> it was pretty close <laughs> it's something i think i played <laughs> yeah it's like hey like they had um they're like in the in the game there are hunters and then there's people who do research like they're they're the people who collect the you give the specimens to like the uh, the scientists. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of had those characters in it, and the character is played by like an Asian girl who looked pretty similar to the character in the game. Like I was, I was, I was impressed with the production value that they gave, or the the attention to detail that they went from game to movie. Because you know how sometimes they just kind of throw that shit out the window, a la the Goombas from Super Mario Brothers the movie. 
<laughs> you know, Bowser being played by Dennis Hopper, like you know, like things like that. You know, they don't take into details. You know, <laughs> but this was it was pretty good. I, I I would recommend it if you're a fan of like just action movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 pretty good. Like I said, you ain't gonna it ain't gonna change the world. It's what it's gonna do is just gonna make sequels. <laughs> you know, it, it more direct to video movies. That's all it's gonna do. It, it it ended exactly how I thought it was going to end, you know, and it, it was like, yep, sequel coming your way sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> if whether we wanted it or not, because I don't know how they got away with six Resident Evil movies, but all right, you know, <laughs> that'll eventually get part of my the Resident Evil movies will get part of my you know repertoire. I, yeah, because I enjoyed, I think I enjoyed almost all of them. I didn't see the last couple ones, um, but all the ones I saw, I enjoyed. Like, I thought the first Resident Evil movie was really good. And, you know, I was like, all right, it, it set the tone really well. And then I, by the seventh one, I don't, I don't even know what happened, or I think there's six of them. But um, every once in a while I see it on, like, the the, the bunch on Voodoo for, like, 50 bucks. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can – I don't know if I could – it's weird. I don't know if I can pull the trigger on a $50 purchase digitally, but I could do a $50 purchase for physical items. I guess because it's like, see that? I bought that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. Well, like for me, it was a lot easier to buy them like one at a time because I, I have all the Resident Evil movies. I think I have them all. I have to go through the list here. I uh, And then, <laughs> see, now you got me curious to see if, uh, see what the titles were because I have uh, one, two, three, four, I have five movies. So you're saying okay, there's more. I think there's six. I think the sixth one's called Afterlife. I have Afterlife. Oh, boy. Let's see. <laughs> Which one did I miss? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Excuse me while I go to eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. She- uh, I'm going to, here, we'll, we'll do this. Let's see. She, Mila, I'm just going to write the Mila's thing. All right. She's only been in 59 things. I think I feel like, I feel like I've watched half of them. <laughs> um, I mean, I like her as an actress. It's Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Uh, ah. that, that's the last one. Yeah, no, I don't have that one. Resident Evil Retribution. That's uh, let's go. Let's see if I can go forward in time, not backwards. Uh, Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Right. Uh, Resident Evil Extinction. Extinction. Yeah. Resident Evil Afterlife. Uh, Resident Evil Retribution. And Resident Evil, the final chapter. Yeah, I don't have the last two. I have to buy. <laughs> no, I have two <laughs> movies to find now. I got to buy Retribution and uh, yeah, the final chapter. Because I, I also have an animated one. It was called um, Degeneration. Right. That came out. Yeah, I have that one. But I don't have the last two. So now I have uh, now I have something I got to track down. <laughs> Like they have a box set, and the box set's um, pretty. It's, it's you know, hey, buy them all on Blu-ray, and digital for X amount of dollars, and I'm always like, well, that's not bad. I'm not like I've enjoyed the movies. I didn't actively search them out when they came out because they were kind of standard popcorn movies for me. It's like you know, you want a good time, you just pop one of those in. They go down kind of easy, mm. you know, like like Ultraviolet, the other movie that she's in where she's a vampire, yeah, kind of sort of. I really enjoyed that movie too. Not big on plot, not but pretty good on action, and uh, you know, 
like I kind of feel like she's a solid action star. Yes. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, some of the acting was bad. I'm not saying her, but some of the, some of the stuff was was bad. I have to say. For, uh, right, and I, like I don't expect it to like Monster Hunter felt the same way. It wasn't you know over the top great acting, but it was also just it was enjoyable. It was it. I can't. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, oh my god, it was fucking awesome. It was a good movie. I you know. Stacy went to work today, and I, you know, kissed her goodbye. Went off. To, she went off to work, and I was like, "Yeah, probably I should watch Monster Hunter now, so that way before I get into my gaming situation and when I game all day rather than, you know, watch the movie because I bought it yesterday and I was like, well, I was going to watch it last night, but I didn't. Um, so I was like, yeah, I, I, I recommend it. You know, good. Okay. Um, I think what else did I do this week? I don't know. I didn't do anything else. My, my, my notes consisted of coming to America too. That was it. <laughs> that was the major thing that I put on. I was like, okay, make sure you talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. We need, we need to, we need to talk about that. Um, and WandaVision we saw, let's see. Trying to think of anything else. Stacy, I believe is watching a, um, documentary right now about like the murder and um, with the Mormons. Yeah. Oh, Netflix. I I think I yeah, I think Netflix. I saw. A... She's got she's got earbuds in and she's listening through it through uh, on Netflix through my place uh, my PlayStation because so that way she can listen through the earbuds and she's not disturbing us recording. Um, she's like, I'm gonna watch that. And when I mentioned it, she's already going fascinating. It's fascinating. Like, like I could she'd give me the hammer. She's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's a shame you're doing a show because we could be watching this together." And my mind would be blown. I'm like, "All right, I'll watch. I'll catch up later." <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, "Oh my god." A salamander. Stacy said a salamander. Is that what I'm supposed? To, that's all she's gonna say. A salamander. So I'm gonna be like, all right, now I have to watch it just to find out what she's talking about. All right. Because now, now I need a translator. Yeah. Now, oh, you know what, Ed? That's right. Thank you. She just reminded me. We finished that. That remember last week I was talking about that show behind her eyes. Oh yes, yes. Okay, yes. I we finished it a couple days after the, for the show, and I, <laughs> I sometimes Ed. I am impressed with how smart I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back here just because I, the, the move, the, the show took this weird turn and I noticed something in the way the show was filmed and I paid attention to it. And then as the story started to unfold, you know, Stacy did it. Stacy hates when I ruin shit. Like, you know, like you'd be like, "Oh, I know who did it. It was the butler with the lead pipe." And you still like an hour left in the movie. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, she hates when I do that. So what I've gotten to, what I've trained myself to do is, when I think I know the answer, I write it down. You know, I'm like because I'm like, you know what? I I have to say it, but I can't say it out loud. So I'm gonna write it down on a piece of paper just to see if I'm right. You know, because I don't want to be like, hmm. Like it's it's kind of be like at the end of a show, and I go, I knew it, and I don't have proof. Everyone's like, Yeah, sure, right, whatever. Yeah. You know? But when she sees me write something down, and we still got like an episode and a half left, I've formulated a theory, and I have proof that I I've made a, a I made a, a guess, you know, based upon what I've seen. And I had to make one amendment to the my 
my final synopsis before the end of the show. That's because I remembered one little one throwaway fact that was mentioned in like episode two, and I re reword reworded it, and I was right. But it, I, I can't say it without spoiling it. How 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 bad do you want me to spoil this? Oh, go all the way. Go all the way. All right. So it basically, I'll try to try to give the synopsis of the plot. Woman um, meets a guy. She kind of likes him at a bar. You know, they kind of kiss, but they go their separate ways. Small world. She he's a, a newly hired doctor at her office, and she happens to be his secretary. You know, ironically. So you find out that this man is married. And she's like, you know, like, look, it just happened. Don't worry about it. We'll keep it between us. I mean, you're my boss now. This is a job. You're married. I didn't know that at the time. So you know what? We can just be friends kind of thing. And, you know, the the that same day, she bumps into a woman who happens to be his wife. They strike up a friendship, and they start kind of, you know, bonding. And you find out that this woman, um, his wife, was actually in a institute for a little while because they she – had an ep- a crazy episode okay. um, because she was in a fire that might have been no one's really sure if it was set by her or set by her at the time fiance which is her now her husband like and she's rich so people a lot of people always assume that he started the fire and rescued her killing her parents making her the sole heir of the fortune and her being in the the institute made him the beneficiary of all the money See where, I'm, see where I'm going with that? Okay, yes. Okay. So uh, he's he's already not a decent guy because, you know what, he's had an affair. He's, you know, almost had another affair. Like, and he they, he also does not look like he's in a happy marriage. She feels some type of way. She's very clingy and very, like, one might say very um, Stepford wife type deal. Like, very, like, like she wants the perfect life, but she is not perfect at all. She tries too hard to make him happy and he wants none of it. And they, because they have this secret between the two of them that's been going on for like 10 years and it feels like she holds it over his head or he holds it over her head. Like they just look like a, they look like a, a, a couple that's any minute's going to have, it's going to break up. Um, but the doctor, he's a doctor decides to actually start having an affair with the secretary, the girl in, mm. in the show. Um, and, while she's still while she's fucking the guy, he's she's also maintaining a friendship with his wife, a good friendship. So you're going, yeah, there's no way this is going to end happy, right? <laughs> and through the course of the show, there is these moments where the two of them are alone and the camera angles are like muted and they're like little fuzzy. You know, like that seems like a weird camera angle, but whatever. Maybe it's just an artistic, you know, artistic vision type thing. Mm. And you kind of go on, but then those scenes kind of come, like when she's, when the two of them are having sex, there's a camera angle there, and you're like, wow, it seems a little bit more, it's, so you start feeling like they're more in place. And during the course of the series, you find that you, they flash back to when the girl, the wife, was in the mental institute. She had a friend named Robert. Um, Robert was in there for a re- like a recovering drug act, a recovering drug addict. Uh, who also was spending some time in there. If not, he was going to spend time in jail. Um, they come up, they form a friendship and, you know, a bond. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> one of the things that the the wife would do is go into this trance to help her sleep, apparently, because this all has to do with 
waking dreams and nightmares and having to be able to control your dreams. That's, you know, there's like this underlining thing that winds up helping move the plot along is that the girl who's having the affair with the doctor has suffers from night terrors. Hmm. You know, you know. So the wife gives her Robert's journal and basically says, like, look, this is what he taught me and how to be able to control my dreams and, you know, just follow what's in this book. But so she's reading this journal who's, you know, basically telling the girl about the history that the wife has had with Robert and 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 the and the her and her husband. So right you're going and they flash back that Robert's at a dead at a bottom of a well. And you're like, oh, shit. Husband must have killed the boyfriend, uh, killed Robert, and they keep it a secret because, you know, so they don't get caught kind of thing. Mm. And they did it together. And you're like, all right. So you, you kind of, you see those things. You're like, okay, but everything's all assumptions. There's no hard facts. And then during the course of the, the show, you know, like there's, they keep going back on the girl now can actually control her dreams. When she has a night terror, she's able to, you know, figure out that she's dreaming and she modifies the dream. Mm. You know, so she's, She's being very receptive to this, and she's reading the story about, you know, Robert and um, I forget the, the the wife's name, but the wife and the husband, and and she's still having this affair with the doctor, and but the doctor clearly wants to leave his wife, but he can't because there's this this thing that's happening. He can't understand it, and he's got this. He keeps her medi- keeps his wife medicated because she's, you know, not well. Is mm-hmm. basic is is what they kind of say, and he's got a file in her de- in his desk that has got her Adele is her name, and just the file her name's Adele, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's got a file with his wife's Adele's you know name on it that's supposed to be her whole medical history, because he is also her doctor, who is also keeping her medicated, you know, in like this mellow state for whatever reason. Mm. Um, and you're like, all right, and then things happen with the doctor and the girl um i forget her name but they wound up not only breaking up but she winds up getting fired you know because of it and because it get the cat's out of the bag kind of sort of and the wife knows like is she without getting like it's your standard love lover's triangle you know and i say standard because you know the wife is mad at the at the 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 girl but the girl's mad at the husband because, you know, like, you should have left your wife years ago. We can never be happy. Blah, blah, blah. You know, <clears throat> and then when she sees Adele, Adele's got, like, a black eye. But that's because she's she's setting something up. And you're like, okay, well, she's clearly out of her fucking gourd. You know, so she still feels like she can save the relationship that she has with the wife, the friendship. Because Adele doesn't have anybody. And the, the girl, the woman also is she's a single mom divorced mom and she's divorced single mom her son's been away for this this whole pretty much the entire the entirety of the show Hmm. um but so she has like this like this kinship with adele and it's like well you know you're still my friend she's like how can we be friends you were fucking my husband and you knew it like it wasn't like whoops you didn't know he was married you knew he was married to me and we were friends um and you're like, okay, like that's really weird. Okay, you know, so but Adele kind of plays on the girl's sympathies, like and says, like, you know, like he's got this file on me, so and I could never escape the marriage because she's eluding the fact that David's abusive 
be, during you never really see him hit her. Hit her. Mm-hmm. He's just very kind of creepy about it. Um, so she still has the keys to her office, the office. So she breaks into the office, gets the file on Adele, and then gives Adele the file, but not before leafing through the leafing through the file to kind of see like more clues about who Adele is. And there's like a piece of paper that's written on there, and this this is one of the clues that made me write down my answer, is that she seems to know things. Like Adele seems to just know things. I'm like, all right. And between her, between that, and then um, the relationship that Adele has with Robert, basically Adele, I figured out that Adele can astral project herself. Right? You're like, how the fuck? And this doesn't, you don't find this out. There's, I think, eight episodes. You don't really find this out to like episode six. Okay. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> that, she, that she can astral project. Right? And I've, I've figured it out that, you know, and I said, oh, I know she's, she's astral projecting. The, the, the scenes with the muted sound and the kind of fuzziness, that's her watching what's going on. That's why she knows everything is because she's astral projecting and following her husband wherever he's going. Ah. You know, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's why she knows those things. So clearly she was following David's name. She was following David the night of the bar where he met the girl. And that's why she was able to bump into the girl like the very next day. She had all this thing set up right from the get go. Right. And I'm like, all right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then I'm like, wait a second, because in the story, she's also teaching Robert how to astral project as well, right? Mm. And that's when I write down a sentence, and then uh, that sentence is that <clears throat> they that they killed that Adele is that Robert is dead that they that something has to do with something that. I wish I, I wish I kept the paper because I crossed it out. Um, what happens is is that Adele and Robert are t- are astral projecting together. Mm-hmm. You know they're 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 doing like little tours around the city and all that stuff, and it only seems to work at places they they've seen and they've been to. Okay, so I can't be like you know like I'm gonna astral project myself to let's say, you know, um, Paris. I've never been to Paris, so I can I can I can't go to Paris. Mm-hmm. I've actually had to have seen it. And to have been there in order for me to visit it, you know, which takes place when, you know, like, if, you know, like what, that's the reason why Adele was over at the girl's house. Like, so she can astral project herself to those places because she's seen those places. So what happens is, is that Robert, who is still a drug user, talks Adele into swapping bodies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. It was just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do it. It's you know we're gonna it'll be fine. We'll do it fine. So Robert, who by the way, and this is where the throw line came. Take like episode two. He's smoking a joint, and Adele's like, "Where did you get that?" And he's like, "Well, I blew this guard for it." And he makes a comment saying that he's gay, and I'm like. And throughout the entire show, every time they show Robert and Adele, Robert's kind of jealous of the the life that Adele has with David. Because uh, David's a good guy. Adele's also a really good person. She's also rich. They seem to be, like, the, the greatest couple in the world. Like, they're just two people who are meant to each other. So 
Robert basically talks Adele into just see if they could do it to switch bodies because he read it somewhere. So they switch bodies. But he's now Adele and he kills Adele basically in Robert's body. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. That happens in, I think, the last episode. Like you see that scene. And what happened is, is that she did the swap. He, Robert swapped and now is in Adele's, is in Adele's body, kills himself basically with Adele's soul in it and dumps Robert, air quotes, into the well. Then when David comes home, he plays it as if he's a now Adele and basically picks up her life and leaves it because he's in love with David because he's gay. Right? <laughs> so um um and it, and you're like okay it gets even like you're like wow it, this just seems to be like this is a black mirror twilight episode series that someone came up with mm-hmm. like clearly because then what happens is is that you find that out that he can you know now astral projecting he's been astral projecting he's been stalking his own david and basically ruining David's affairs that he's having because he doesn't want to have he loves David but David thinks it's Adele this whole time and they've never really since that day that Adele slash Robert said that Robert slash Adele is dead and he's in the well they've kept it a secret because no one would believe them that it was an accident because apparently Robert quote unquote OD'd not murdered mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so they kept it a secret but Robert slash Adele has been kind of holding it against him but they're still having sex and stuff like that I mean clearly it's 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 clearly when it and again there is now that I'm thinking about it, there's a clear indication where the two of them are having sex like missionary um, Robert Adele doesn't really look that interested and says something and then when they when Adele gets on all fours Adele seems to enjoy it more, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's like, okay, all right. Um, like, all right. Then fast forward all the way to the end of the episode, the end of the series. The woman, um, Robert slash Adele, writes this fake suicide note saying that they're going that she's going to commit suicide and burn the house down because it all started with fire, let it all end with fire, and let and because David now has admitted that. He's he thinks that he killed Robert. You know he's he's going to turn himself in, mm-hmm. um, and that pretty fucks up Robert slash Adele's plan of you know because if he if he admits to it, I'm in love with that guy. I, I don't want him to go to jail because he didn't kill him. I you know like so he planned he Robert slash Adele think he was going to fake suicide, and knowing that the the woman of the show is invested in this relationship and this friendship and is trying to do everything she can because she feels bad for Adele not knowing it that it's Robert you know she goes and, and tries to save Adele and at this point now Adele, the, the woman who's in it I should, you know, I should really look up her name because I'm sitting here going I keep going oh her name and that name and um, behind her eyes I just want to make sure I get <laughs> behind her eyes. Okay, I want to make sure I get the name. the The girl's name is Louise. 
Okay. Mm. So during the course of the show, like by this time, Louise has actually now learned how to, has also now has learned to astral project. And she now has figured out the reason why Adele knows so much about her and David and their relationship is because Adele's been stalking them through astral projection because she's figured it out. So she basically, you know, confronted Adele and said, I want nothing to do with you. Go fuck yourself. Like, she's also talking in, like, midair, too, thinking that, like, doing the old, like, if you're listening, fuck you, you bitch, blah, blah, blah. And then the phone will ring, and it's Adele, and it's like, you, you, you called, like, kind of thing. Like, because clearly she was watching her and shit like that. And um, Adele goes, tries to commit, Adele slash Robert is going to kill himself or herself, depending mm-hmm. on how you look at it. And Louise goes to the house and can't break into the house. So what she decides to do is <laughs> astral project herself into the house, right? And while she's doing that, okay, right, Robert has astral projected himself out of Adele's body, right, and is hanging around waiting because Adele, Louise gets sucked into Adele's body because I guess the body needs a, the, you know the vessel gets, and she winds up wakes up but she's kind of paralyzed because Robert dosed himself with you know heroin before he did this <laughs> so now Louise is trapped in Adele's body while Robert goes into Louise's body <laughs> right rescues Adele just right before she dies you know and makes herself look like oh my god I tried to rescue her I was too late makes her play and plays the victim right (laughs) but what that does is that now frees David to have a relationship with Louise because the two of them actually wound up falling in love right (laughs) so all Robert did was switch bodies to with Louise because David's still the executor of the will so he's still he's rich still mm-hmm. he still and he still gets to keep david he's in a completely different body to a person that, that david actually liked you know <laughs> and felt like oh i have a whole new lease I, I have a whole new like i i can we can start fresh kind of thing at least to him but the the kicker is is that you know louise had a son adam and they're in a car at the end of the show driving to, you know, and they're talking like, oh, well, we can, you know, we're going to go on a cruise. Louise is like, we can go on a cruise and we can do this. And Adam's like, but mom, when did you like going on boats? You're afraid of them, right? Like kind of like, and Louise kind of looks at him and like, well, people can change. And then turns back around to like, you know, looks at David already going, I might have to kill this kid kind of thing. <laughs> like, and that's kind of how the show ends. And I'm just like, and I, I figured it out you know like about an episode and a half before it actually all came to the end like oh that's not Adele that's Robert they he astral projected himself into her like I and to be with David and I was like uh got it figured it out <laughs> you know <laughs> but it, the show itself like I, the show had that uh, that annoying quality of being like when things happen you want to yell at the TV and yell at how stupid people are yeah. So that's what kept that's what kept you interested, and then they they played the Adele part of her backstory well enough with Robert and enough suspicion on David that you may think like okay well maybe David did kill Robert or you know maybe 
or maybe Adele killed Robert and David's taking the fall for her. Or, you know, like, there's clearly Robert being dead is what's keeping the two of them together, you know, unhappily together because David can't handle the guilt because he thinks he killed somebody and he really didn't, but he thinks he does and he can never really adjust to it. Where Robert, who's a piece of shit of a person, has now the ability to, you know, <laughs> possess other people <laughs> in a way. You know, he he's a piece of shit of a person and he doesn't feel any remorse because he gets the guy, he gets the money. It's like, you're like, wow, he's, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> it's just, the show had enough interest for us to get, and it was only like eight, eight episodes. It was like not even eight hours worth of your time. It was... It was like you could kill it in a couple of days, and I'm I'm kind of glad I spoiled it because I was like at the end I was like yeah, it's like <laughs> someone had it just felt like someone had this great idea. It was like it, like I know it'd be kind of cool. What if we had like they they had the ending, and they needed to fill out a way to get to that ending, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they just kind of like what if this 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 and this, and then just, they they pre-planned the ending. And then painted the story around the the ending. Like how how do we get from there to here? You know, it's um as Stacey just said. It, actually, it's a book. So I'm like, oh great, <laughs> that's how they did it. He actually wrote it. <laughs> but again, still, you probably had this great idea and had to figure out how to write it. And that's you know, I, I you know, it's like someone someone just watched one too many episodes of Black Mirror or Twilight Zone. <laughs> All right. That sounds. I I would say on a scale of one to ten, I would probably give it about a six. Okay, all right. Monster Hunter on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it about an eight. All right. <laughs> that was that was that was my whole week, Ed. So what's coming out in the video? <laughs> um, not much. I'll be honest. Uh, there is one called Vanguard's coming out. It's a Jackie Chan movie. Uh, it's about a covert security company Vanguard is in the uh, last hope of survival for an accountant uh, after he is uh, targeted in the world's deadliest uh, mercenary organization. That's the only uh, description, but it's a Jackie Chan kind of direct a video movie. So if you, uh, All right. I think this one I put on there because it was a 2020 movie. It was called adverse. I don't know if it was uh, made big or not, but Mickey Rourke is in it. And, uh, Thomas Nicholas is in it from the Red Band Society. Um, and uh, I'm not even going to read the description. It's too long and too boring. Um, and then we have uh, what's called the Retro Vici. Re, retro Vici. If I could say it, I'd be great. Retro VHS, which is, these are like movies that are repackaged. I think they already came out on Blu-ray or DVD, but they're repackaging now to uh, kind of resell them in a way. Uh, Stop or my mom will shoot. Uh, that uh, Sylvester Stallone movie with uh, <laughs> right. Stalgetti. Uh, Gorillas in the Mist is also on the list. And The ba- the Babe, the uh, the movie about... Um, uh, I can't think of the, the, the baseball, player, ball, baseball player's name. Uh, Babe Ruth, that's it. She's, uh, <laughs> the, that's uh, coming out the, this week. So that's it for, for uh, movies and TV. And then let's move on to video games. We have uh, Apex Legends. Boy, I can't speak today. Apex Legends, developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by Electronic Arts for the Switch. And then it'll be on Tuesday the 9th. Then it'll be... Uh, 
Gener- Geniso Skydrift, developed by uh, Ilio Caleb and published by Phoenix for the PS4, and that'll be on Tuesday night. Then there's Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game for... Uh, developed and published by Milestone SRL for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Stadia, and PC, and that'll be on the Thursday of the 11th. And finally, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, developed by Toys for Bob and published by Activision for the PS5, Xbox Series X and X, and the Switch, and that'll be on Friday the 12th. And that is it. Okay. So there you go. That's it. That is it. It's short week this week. Yeah, it is. All right. All right. Well, then, let's see. I do have some news. Uh, interesting, interesting week. Um, let's start with... Um, just going to be going through here. Uh, all right. Apparently, you gave me this one, so we'll start with the one you gave me. Um, in a, about two weeks, I believe, the Justice League movie will be hitting HBO Max. <laughs> okay. The, the long-awaited magnum opus from Zack Snyder, mm. the ones people have cried about and wanted for about three years now, released the hashtag, released the Snyder Cut. Um, th- I mean, let's face it, you can't stop it. It's coming on the 18th. Um, despite how you feel about it, I we're getting it. Um, I uh, honestly, personally, fucking can't wait. I just wanted to get here so it can be finally be over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am so tired of seeing shit for this movie. I have never wanted to see a movie less, but I'm forced to see it because of the shit that I do for fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> really, I, I really, really. Really, you you wouldn't you if if we didn't do this show, you wouldn't watch it. You wouldn't. You know what? I, I look. I would. Pro- I probably would watch it at a sure morbid curiosity. But there's a part of me that that's the fuck the the anti-establishment, fuck the man kind of personality that sometimes rears its ugly head. Where it's like everyone wants to watch it. Fuck you. I'm not going to watch it on principle. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, and it's a stupid childish like mentality that it is like well I'm going to hold my breath and just stop my feet and go I'm not going to do it because everybody else is doing it if everybody else jumped off a bridge would I? it depends on the bridge you know I, I, I kind of so like there's this part of me, what I'm tired of, I'm just tired of the fucking endless articles of like, oh, Zack Snyder released a, 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 a we call it an ad just dealing with the Flash. Ooh, here's one just with Cyborg. It's like, oh my God, it's like the amount of shit that we're getting for a movie that that people want to see. And a part of me is just like, there is no way this can end good. Oh, I, I know it's not going to end good. That's the, I mean, that's the thing. You, that's the thing people may not understand. It's just like, like this is going to be terrible. This is going to be four hours of terrible. I don't care what anybody says. It's. I mean, we we got a glimpse. Even though uh, Josh Whedon put together an hour and a half movie for us to watch, I can't imagine that he manipulated it so much that it's not even close to what Zack Snyder had in mind. <laughs> 
Okay, well, here, I don't bring these articles because I, these articles of the show because most of it's like fluff pieces and most of it's like he said, she said bullshit. Uh. But one of the articles that I see is that first article is that everyone told him not to watch the Joss Whedon cut of the movie, right? But then he goes and says in, in an article or in a statement that the Joss Whedon movie only has about an hour of his stuff in it well who told you that if people are telling you not to watch the movie then how can you turn around and say that because then did you or did you not watch the movie or are you hearing this from another person here's the thing Ed, though is that the justice league movie was two hours so even at so half of that movie is yours and if people didn't like that movie for whatever reason now there's gonna be a bunch of people going well this was joss's this wasn't you know here's this and i like this part and clearly you can tell that this is zach you know what we're going to do and zach has been real smart about it he's like well all the stuff that was in that movie isn't going to be in my movie like those shots and those cuts so like my question is when when if when if bruce wayne turns to flash and goes you know well, what's your superpower and he goes i'm rich how is that not that clearly won't be a joss whedon line that'll be a zach snyder line if they keep that in the movie again, I don't know who said what, you know, like, but it just seems to be like there is. So you have those articles of Zach releasing all these black and white still photos or these black and white trailers or maybe some colored trailers at this point. I don't know. I'm trying not to watch them because I don't want anything to just to, to detract from actually watching the movie. Um, and I'm like the four minutes that you supposedly have added into the movie is clearly the stuff with the Joker and Batman, because that stuff wasn't in your cut, your first cut. And in an article, you felt like people got, you know, got jipped off as seeing his Batman with that Joker, you know? So he rewrote a scene. He rewrote part of the movie to fill in a scene where the two of them can act together. So you actually get to see Jared Leto and Bruce um, and Ben Affleck as Batman and Joker in an actual scene together. All right, that's great. Awesome. I'm curious to see how that's going to play out too. You know, but amidst amongst all the, you know, like oh, release the snack this the Snyder cut, you got the Ray Fisher stuff happening, which is just leaving nothing but bad taste in my mouth just in general mm -hmm. because you started talking this shit when the movie got announced that the Snyder cut was happening, then all of a sudden you start talking. You still haven't really given any real hard evidence of what actually happened to you so right now it's all hearsay now granted you he's also writing the coattails of people who have actually said this is what happened to me so i therefore i stand with fisher but fisher now once has said this is what i've done and warner brothers themselves has even come out and said hey we did the investigation nothing really came from it move on and he refuses to move on it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen to Ray Fisher after this movie is released? Because he, like, it's like, okay, well, he's not doing all his stuff for the Flash movie has been cut, which is the reason why I feel like they they brought in Supergirl, you know, for the Flash movie. Mm -hmm. But he's like, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I was removed from that movie when, but yet you also said that you refuse to do any movies as long as the president of Warner Brothers is still the president of Warner Brothers. So guess what? As long as he's the president, you ain't doing any movies. So did you quit or did you get fired? Like, because <laughs> that, that makes a difference to some people. You know, then you have Zach doing his photos and his these 
these things like and people slamming, slamming left and right. So you in my head, I'm like, okay, well, this movie. There's no way people are going to be happy with this movie because I feel like it's going to happen. What happened with WandaVision is going to happen with Justice League. People in their head have have created this gorgeous, over the top movie that they think is going to be the second coming of superhero movies. Like I'm even now seeing articles that are even showing trying to say that Marvel ripped off the idea of the Snyder movies with Endgame and Infinity War. That at one point in time that they actually were going to that 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 Disney and Marvel came up that stole the plot because the, if you listen to the plot of the of the Justice League movie, it was supposed to end with time travel. You know, the bad guy was supposed to win. That half the Justice League was going to die. And that they had to go back in time in order to save everybody. <laughs> like, okay, I, I heard that too, but you know what I, I you know when I heard that after Endgame, <laughs> like uh, after you know, like and and I heard that that was like that's where the whole nightmare scene comes from. And I know there's probably somebody right there just screaming at me, screaming at their audio device, going, "No, it's not like this. It's not like that." Like, I, and personally, I don't give a shit. Am I going to watch the movie? Yes. I think that that person who's really mad right now is thinks that this movie is going to be the end-all, be-all great movie, and in their head, they're going to wind up making excuses for why they liked it rather than not liking it. Because, again, pride's going to take a place. If, I, if Like, right now, remember how I, I remember how we used to slam you know, John Carter? Yeah, yeah. And then we actually saw it, and we were like, "Fuck!" It was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I I feel like I'm I'm trying to be as open minded now about the Justice League movie, but it's hard to do that because, and that's why I'm trying not to watch everything and not trying not to read every any article because I don't want to have an overblown impression of the movie before I sit down. Right. I want to be able to go in and see it fresh. I, I I will probably watch the the Joss Whedon version of the film just to kind of refresh my memory of what happened. I might I'm. Lately, I've been thinking about watching all of them, all the DC movies, just for the sake of watching them, because I am entertained by them on one de- one degree or to another. Mm. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, if I watch this movie, I, I, these people who are sitting there, standing there, going, "This movie is going to be awesome. It's going to be great." If it's not, and if the movie sucks, they're not going to be willing to swallow their pride and go, "You know what? I was wrong." I made a mistake. This movie was not good. I apologize to the people that I insulted. I apologize to the people who, you know, who I made fun of for thinking that I was going to be right when I wasn't. You're, you're never, there's not going to be any, you know, like, no, no, no mea culpas at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> there, you know, like, I saw somebody wrote an article about WandaVision, how, how I'm mad at WandaVision's finale because they delivered, they didn't deliver on stuff that was never promised to me. Yes, <laughs> it's like all those people with fan theories watched, walked away with not having any of them fulfilled, and they're all mad at Disney because they weren't right. I feel like this is going to be the exact same situation once again. Someone's going to say DC's copying off of Marvel, or Marvel's copying off of DC, <laughs> because I feel like it's going to be a movie that people are going to be like, oh. I didn't like it because it didn't fulfill my wish fulfillment. It didn't give me the scenes I wanted to see, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that's why I'm, I'm again, trying very hard not to watch or read any of those articles. Cause I want to be able to formulate my own opinion clearly right. and not be swayed one way or the other. Right. 
but but it's hard when you have these stupid internet arguments like it almost feels like this movie is exactly why the internet was created (laughs) 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 because a bunch of whiny people got it they cried enough to get what they want and now when they're going to get it they might not be happy with what they got and they're going to want more because people are already talking about like oh well this was supposed to be a three movie deal and if this movie ends on a cliffhanger we demand the sequel bitch you don't get demanding nothing you're a consumer you got lucky this was already this was already a bad idea when they let the sonic people get their way with the re-characters redesign like well the, the the thing the thing you have to sum this all up is the fact is, is that warner brothers has to love this because it's just like it doesn't matter if it's bad press or good press it's press so for them it's just like oh wait people are demanding this and there's article after article on the internet we should do something like we should make this movie let's get this let's get Zack Snyder back in here let's you know let's put let's let's set this all up and let's get this done because that's that's what I feel is why you know like they like it's like yeah you know, what what's 60 million dollars or whatever it was you know like like let's let's just throw that in there you know kind of thing give him right, what he it's wants like, it's 70 70 million dollars to finish this movie which i'm assuming it was going to be like i i'm assuming zach filmed enough for part one part two and part three or maybe just enough to be able to at least do a part one and part two and find a way to mash them together into right. one big giant four-hour movie so a four-hour movie that's that's what i'm assuming mm-hmm. this is we're gonna it's gonna end on a cliffhanger and we still need part three to, to finish out this right or, or at least part two people are gonna be like well now we need another part we need another we need a sequel to this because it is well good, i I'm, or, I'm i'm assuming that the four hours is is a two basically two movies that they're just making one large movie out of so that's 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 gonna end on a cliffhanger well, that, that's that's the assumption i made like i i feel like if they if they stopped peter jackson halfway through filming the lord the first lord of the rings trilogy he would have had to have and they go we need something he would have had to have you know stitched together a story of what he did film in order to be able to do a beginning middle and end right you know, so I'm, I'm, I agree. I do think that that is have to be something that was done for this movie. But you figure this goes back to the first article that you gave me. Um, so people have already seen it. Yeah. You know, people in Warner Brothers, the execs, you know, the, the guys who've been putting the money up. Apparently, Ed. Reportedly, or WB execs reportedly not impressed with Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm, I'm going to say that the article, I, again, I always like to make sure that, that these articles come from, I'm going to say, meh sources. Right. I, first rule of the internet, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Second rule, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Unless it comes from like Variety or Hollywood Reporter, like the, the mainstream and I'm not saying that they're not tainted in their own way. It's just that when I read an article from a, a website called We Got This Covered, chances are you don't. <laughs> <laughs> chances are you don't. Okay. Uh, so apparently it's um, according to scooper Mike Sutton of Geek City, uh, which, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> take it for, again, reputable source. Execs are, quote, not impressed with the Snyder Cut, 
which restores all of what the filmmaker shot back in the day that was thrown out by reshoot by reshoots director Jazz Whedon, meaning it takes its form of a four-hour epic. Uh, despite the positive buzz surrounding the Justice League re-release online, WB higher-ups are still to be unhappy with it, as they never liked what, what Snyder was going in the first place. Uh, Sutton claims that it was Warner Brothers' parent company, AT&T, that picked up on the hashtag release the Snyder Cut campaign, saw an opportunity to cash in on the buzz, and demanded that it be put into action. With release imminent, Warner Brothers apparently has a serious lack of faith in the project and, quote, simply wanted to go away. Sutton even says that they dropped the news that J.J. Abrams is working on a Superman reboot last week to pivot attention away from the Snyder Cut. Now, I'm going to say that that is something, again, that, that fucking uh, Ray Fisher jumped on, too. It's like, oh, all these things are going to go on, blah, blah, blah. But, hey, look, you know, Black Superman. It's like, oh, okay. Um, so, again, and then even the article, then the article, I love how people do this. They're going to point blame and then shift it because right away it's like, well, Warner Brothers is not happy with it, and and if the movie fails, well, it was all AT and T's idea to start off with, right? And we're telling you this information. However, take this with a grain of salt. They say, <laughs> for now, it's clear Just League isn't isn't a major priority for the studio by where they've placed it on their release schedule. It's out this March 18th, just a couple of weeks before Godzilla vs Kong drops on March 31st that doesn't really give Snyder's movie much of an opportunity to make an impact before another highly anticipated blockbuster comes along. Dude, fuckery, this is streaming. This, no one gives a fuck. Like, <laughs> like there isn't a box office draw. You know what? Here is Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong is also hitting theaters at the end of the month. Yes. J- the Justice League film isn't... No one's making money off of that. The money's already made. They spent the money to make it, and the subscriptions that are going to—that's—that's that's where the money's at. <laughs> that's not. Uh, I just. I just <laughs> so I want to—I want to go out and, and publicly apologize because <laughs> this must be then the best movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> if the execs of Warner Brothers doesn't like right, it. if the execs of Warner Brothers hate it, it must be really good. Because <laughs> you know they they can't do anything for worth of shit. <laughs> so how many times have we gotten terrible superhero movies from them? And then you know they're like, yeah, it's good. You know, they're promoting. You're like, really? Did you did you watch it? <laughs> did you look? Uh, well. Here and here and and just I'm going to c- compound this with. There's an article now again. This is from uh, uh, CBR. I think it's Comic Book uh, Resources or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Again, quote unquote reputable source. <laughs> uh, apparently there are storyboards because again Zack Snyder can't keep his dick in his pants. Apparently, he's got to keep showing shit that no one asked for. So. He has storyboards for this, uh, and I, I, I know why he's doing this, or whoever's doing it, I know why, it's just to set up people wanting a sequel. Because here is their storyboards for Zack Snyder's Justice League sequels, reveal Lois would have given birth to Bruce's son, who eventually would become the next, next Batman. <laughs> okay? So, 
<clears throat> so, storyboards for Zack Snyder's originally planned Justice League sequels have emerged, and one ma- major takeaway is that the films would have seen Lois Lane give birth to Bruce, Bruce Wayne's child. According to the storyboards, Justice League 2 would have Batman discover Lois was pregnant only for her to insist the child wasn't his. Five years later, in Justice League 3, the Flash would have traveled back in time to tell Bruce, Lois lied to you, you're the father. This would prompt Batman to dive in front of Darkseid's Omega Beam, which killed Lois in the previous timeline, but only injured Bruce in this one. Okay. <laughs> so so let that sink in and let that marinate while while basically in the original like in the original timeline after Superman's dead, Bruce and Lois hook up. Um I guess not enough for Lois to get not when I guess not enough time for Lois not to get pregnant, but also say that it ain't yours. I guess the assumption is that it's Clark's kid. Which means soup's been in the ground for I don't know, maybe a week, two weeks, three weeks maybe. <laughs> You know, maybe a month, two months before Bruce and Lois shag, you know, and then she might be pregnant. Who knows? But she's claiming it ain't his. And then all of a sudden, Lois, I guess, dies in the Omega Beam, that attack. And then I guess I'm assuming it's after she's had the baby, you know, claiming that it's not his. But then I, I guess Flash and his infinite wisdom runs back and goes, no, no, Bruce. Lois lied to you. Baby, it's yours. And so, having known that knowledge, then when the opportunity arises of Batman would sacrifice himself for his kid, that would make sense. I mean, you know, sure, but... (laughs) Okay, again, from the mind of Zack Snyder. Um, Apparently, there there is, I, I think, a comic book sort of like that, but whatever. Um... Excuse me. In the ensuing battle against Darkseid, Batman would sacrifice himself to save the world. Then, when the dust settled, Superman would learn Lois was carrying Bruce's child before admitting he always knew. Of course, because why not? He could x-ray vision. <laughs> Nevertheless, he embraced her, embraced her, seemingly agreed to father the child in Bruce's absence. <laughs> 20 years later, Commissioner Barbara Gordon would meet with Lois Lane after a memorial for Batman and ask her if she ever planned to tell her son about his true parentage. This would prompt Lois to show her show her son the Batcave and reveal the truth. Then Justice League 3 would then end with a new Batman rising from the shadows. Now, uh-huh. Snyder recently discussed the plan, his plans for a romance between Lois and Bruce, saying, quote, the intention was that Bruce fell in love with Lois and then realized that the only way to save the world was to bring Superman back to life. So he had this insane conflict because Lo- because Lois, of course, was still in love with Superman. We had this beautiful speech where Bruce said to Alfred, quote, I never had a life outside the cave. I never imagined a world for me beyond this. But this woman makes me think that if I can get this group of gods together, then my job is done. I can quit. I can stop. And, of course, that doesn't work out for him. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus. Uh, maybe there's a reason. I mean, maybe there's a reason why they, they wanted to put a stop to this. You know, <laughs> maybe. And I mean, look, look, I know Zach had, you know, a bunch of personal tragedy. A personal tragedy happened to him during the time of filming the movie. So I'm not taking that away from him. And obviously he needed to step down. But if Warner Brothers gave a shit about the project or gave a shit about him, they would have been like, OK, you know what? Take all the time you need. I know we have a deadline, but, you know, family comes first. Clearly, it's a bunch of executives don't give a shit. You know, you're a hired director, director, do what you tell, you know, we have a deadline to make. We have money invested in this. So you're off the project now. We're going to bring a guy in who knows how to finish a movie, who actually made a successful, not one, but two successful movies in the superhero franchise. You know, we're going to bring him in to finish it up. And, and during that time, probably put apply a lot of pressure on Joss, who probably took it out on everybody else around him, including the one guy who said, oh, I don't think I should say booyah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, and then it causes this big stir up. But someone in someone in a suit in an office is going, "Yeah, you guys want to know what he actually had in plan? He actually had a a, a baby that Bruce and Lois were going to have a kid, and that kid was then going to become Batman and, and or Batman and, Beyond because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, sure, and, sure, why not? Let's get and the kid's name is Terry. Right. Or yeah, make the kid named Damien. That would really piss people off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so maybe they shouldn't. Maybe like maybe there's a... And now I guarantee you somebody, those Snyder guys, fans, are going to be like, oh, I want to see that. Do you? Do you really want to see that? <laughs> I, first, of all, first of all, the colors are probably muted in the first place. So it's not like you're going to see anything eye-popping. You know, <laughs> I, I want to see it. <laughs> screw the screw the Snyder Knights. It's <laughs> I want to see this. This is this is something that I want to see. This is this is truly, truly terrible. <laughs> truly, and I'm thinking, hey, it might work. You know what? Let's let's throw it against the wall and see what happens. Just <laughs> mix it all together and 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 see. <laughs> You can't you can't get any worse than you are. Like you know, like make it shocking, make it make it very uh, <laughs> I can just appalling. Have fucking let's let's get Mari Povich in on the gag too. <laughs> You're you are the father, <laughs> Bruce. We've checked. You are the father. <laughs> oh hell no, awesome. he didn't. No, no. You gotta take care of this kid. No, I'm not. I'm a loner. I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I work alone. I don't need no kid. <laughs> what about Robin? No, I can't handle that responsibility. He's already dead. I've already killed one boy. I can't kill another. <laughs> uh, God. That's what today's what? the. Uh, I'm looking at the date. We have exactly... Uh, 12 days. 12 days. Yep, it's a seven. So one, two, four, six, eight. Oh, seven, seven. I'm sorry, eleven days. Eleven days until I wonder if they're gonna release it at midnight. Jeez, oh, it's on a Thursday too, by the way. Yeah, and I think they did that because, and this goes back to I think the reason why they didn't want to put Coming to America on a Friday, um, because that was the finale for Wandavision. 
And I don't think Amazon wanted to take that hit. I think that even in the streaming wars, people were so little afraid of Disney. Because if you think about it, that's that Zack Snyder cuts coming out on a on the 18th, and I believe the 19th starts Winter uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So again, even Warner Brothers with their big giant, you know, Justice League dick is going, yeah, we're not getting anywhere near the house. No <laughs> one's going, no one's going to care about this movie because Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to come out. You know, so even then they're taking their bend at a knee, and someone's, I, I guarantee you, someone's like, somebody's like, that's not true. Fuck Disney. The, DC's putting it out first because they're better and they're going to take away all the thunder because everybody's going to be talking about the movie the next day and no one's going to be thinking about Falcon and the Winners, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, okay. You're right. You're absolutely right there, Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's to say, like, it's, 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 a, it's a big, bitter <clears throat> pill to swallow. It's a four-hour movie. We'll probably get, what, 30 minutes you know, an hour tops for for Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it's like, who like that that one's gonna be like? I'm I'm just curious to see if there's a there's a there's an expiration date. Like that like when you when Justice League comes out, like they they like Wonder Woman eighty four. That was only available for like thirty days, and then it was right. gone. And now it's like now it's for streaming. Like you get bought there, you have to buy it now. Like like for twenty bucks or something like that on on uh, um on voodoo uh you know i'm sure there's other ones other right. streaming services yeah. but whatever you know like so to me it's just like is that what they're going to do with the Zack snyder release are they going to is this going to be a uh, hbo max staple where it's going to be on for months and months and people can watch it anytime or are they going to give it that like hey you know what everybody signed up and quit <laughs> for wonder woman 84 for 30 days do we keep this around or do we like do the same thing and do like a 30 day like period? So like sometime in April, it's going to disappear off of HBO max and then all of a sudden be available to everybody. Cause that's, <laughs> you know what? Now the more, the more you say something you go, yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> like that's, that's well, I don't, here's, I don't think, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that what's going to happen is around that time, you're going to say, there's going to be a news article because someone's going to ask, well, how much, how big was your subscription on the 17th? You know, like how, how much like, Oh, someone's going to come out with an article that says that, you know, one HBO Max's subscription base, you know, added an extra 20 million people to, because, uh, and that their servers went down. Like they're going to, they're come up with some sort of story. Um, <clears throat> you know, because they're, they're going to want, they're going to want numbers. They're going to say like, so they can have, proof to go this is the reason why this movie is supposed to be a hit this is what the people want this is what the people got you know of course they if the numbers are bad they ain't saying shit so you just have to you know within the first week you'll find out um i do think that the thing will probably i don't it's more of a okay well how long it's going to be on the service before they put it out in video um who knows i mean you know I'm, right now i think warner brothers is hoping that the subscriptions that okay you know what on the 18th you know people are people were signing up for justice league but maybe they'll stay for kong versus godzilla which is what i would have done mm. you know i definitely if it wasn't for you know my sister stepping in with you know going hey i'm, I'm i've already subscribed with her i would have i would have my see my my next paycheck would have gone my 15 dollars probably would have gone to hbo max just so i can watch the justice league and then 
Kong versus Godzilla, and then I would go, okay, when's the next big? When's Mortal Kombat coming out? Because that's the next big thing. Like I would, I would tailor my viewership based upon what was coming out, and if I had the extra change in my pocket to put towards it, you know. <clears throat> so I don't know. I, I think that if they do the HBO Max, when you watch HBO Max, they do have a only like Tom and Jerry. It's only here until the twenty eighth, you know, of the month. Like, or it's here till the end of the month, then it's going to disappear. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Justice League will probably. I, I, I can see it staying around for a couple months at least. You know, I don't think they're going to do. They, if they said so, they would. I feel like if it was going to be a short time, a short window, they would have already announced it. Mm. But there's a part of me that says this is Warner Brothers slash AT and T we're talking about. Well, that's Maybe saying like like they didn't really announce Warner it Brothers. for for Wonder Woman's like going to be a limited time. Like all of a sudden it was like I, I looked over like I like like I got HBO Max like like shortly before H- Wonder Woman came out and you're going, wait a minute, like you know, <laughs> right? That's that, that's only for a limited time. Like you know, I don't I didn't hear anything about that. So that's to me was is I think that's right. what they're going to do. Like I think that's. That's the, uh, the, 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 you know, they're, they're, cause, cause it's like, if it's on HBO Max, I don't think they can stream it anywhere else. And it's just like, you know, so it's like, we can make, we can make bank on this. Like, cause it's like people, people won't pay $15 a month, but they'll pay once $20 to see it. So, right. or, or rent it for a fee or whatever, you know, kind of thing. So they'll make money that way. So that, you know, so it's kind of like the double dipping, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, we'll give it to HBO max first since, you know, you, you know, you guys are our loyal subscribers. So you guys will get it. And then after 30 days it will disappear. And then, uh, um, you know, you get, uh, uh, uh they'll probably, if they give them video, they'll probably do it for like a 4th of July because now you got to think like, okay, well, if, I, if this was if this was in the movie theaters, when would be the perfect time to release it on Blu-ray? And you know, and I would say I, I, I would say July. You know, you got July Fourth weekend. They can do the whole you know Justice League patriotic bullshit. You know, hey, come with the you know the red and blue, blah blah blah. You know, they can you know promote it in some silly ass way. Well, okay, that that brings <laughs> that brings up the big question then. If it comes out, are you pr- buying it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, um, I've I've said day one that that's going to go into that's that's going to go into the library. You know, it is. Uh, you know, because just for the story alone, because uh, also, I you can't have a Blu-ray release of that movie without the story of the creation of it. Like right. you're gonna have all those documentaries and all those, you know, like oh, here's these wild fan, like with all the fan theories and all the wild stories and speculations that are going out there. They're gonna have somebody right now sitting down with somebody to have a hard, not a hard hitting documentary, but a more telling documentary. Someone's gonna sit down with Zach. Some no one's gonna sit down with Joss, but someone's gonna <laughs> sit down with an executive who made the decision to hire Joss Whedon. They're gonna they're gonna tell the story. I mean, they might gloss over the loss of his daughter. To you know, to maybe to enact sympathy for Sack, which he should, you know, lost a child right. during the filming of it. But I do feel like you're going to get the. It'll be like some you know, highfalutin snotty title like Justice: The Road to Justice League and Redemption. You know, like something like that. Right. You know, 
you know, something or the redemption of the Justice League. Some some cockamamie bullshit title. It's going to make it sound more more important than it really is. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, uh, something that something that sounds as pretentious as this whole thing leading up to it is anyway. You know, you know, and I'm like, oh, of course I'm going to buy it because I'm a I'm a sucker for that shit. You know, <laughs> are you going to buy it? Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> so you got two simps just going. Did you buy? It? Yep, yep, yep. Sure, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep, we're gonna uh-huh. bitch about it. We're gonna buy. It. The only reason, the reason is, it's like it's it's like we've we've always said. It's like we've we've have terrible movies in our collection. It's because you want to show it off. You want to go. Yeah, I yeah. got it. Like let's watch it. Like you know, like like now 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 that you see that that I have this, it's time for us to sit down and and. Watch it. <laughs> just sitting around campfire. Let me tell you about the time called the Schneider Cut. It's back in the day we used to have a thing called the Streaming Wars. <laughs> and now superheroes are everywhere. And there was a mythological mo- It's the very few times that people listen to the audience. And boy, did we pay for it. <laughs> Like if it if it's horrible, I just want an executive to go. See, this is why we don't listen to you people. Leave it to the experts. <laughs> just, I would just like someone to go. Like, yeah, you know, we didn't get as many subscribers as we thought it did. It wound up being this just pompous pet project. Now that that people want it done because they felt like they demand it. And in the world we live in with cancel culture, we were afraid that if we didn't do it this way. We wouldn't get the subscriptions. People would boycott us, and there was and, and you know we we weren't Warner Brothers was not going to do it. Blame AT and T. They're the ones who bought us, and they're the ones who wanted to ride this wave because they thought they can get they can get a quick injection of money. And look, look, it's all it's all gone to hell, Ed. <laughs> you know. And then ultimately, the movie sucked, and this is what you get for trying to listen to the general public. The general public doesn't know shit. Look who they voted for for president in twenty twenty. I mean, not for not twenty twenty. I mean, in nineteen, uh, in we call it uh, what was it four years ago uh, in twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like, a forty eight slip right there, kids. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Well, I, <clears throat> no one knows how to do it. The person I voted for didn't win, and I didn't vote for Trump. I voted third party, just for the record. Um, I just, I'm like, there's no way. Just, someone's going. This is what happens when you let normal people have a voice. <laughs> you know, let the people who who've studied records and knows what they're talking about. Let the businessman handle business, and you consumers consume. <laughs> yeah. Eat, eat what we put in front of you because we know what's good for you. <laughs> you did this, not us. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone all the negative stuff and there's a big just banner out in front of you this is your fault Warner Brothers exec <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in case I, I also do have other news articles Ed. Right, let's move on alright um, okay I this is something more you're a Disney fan and Stacy brought this to me because I'm I don't know if you've heard it or not Ed but apparently Walt Disney saw it's going to be a hundred years old in about uh, in a couple of years. <laughs> yes. In February, in February 2023, apparently Disney's going to be a hundred years old. Yes. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, in order to commemorate that um, that momentous occasion, 
the the what do you call it the ex the exhibit celebrating Walt Disney's 100 year anniversary is going to launch right here in Philly, Philadelphia's own Franklin Institute. Yes. Okay. You, that pause was like, hey, did you know that already or not, or are you just going? Oh, I can't believe it. No, I, I knew. <laughs> well, of course you did because you're you. Know, I I I literally I if if I don't have the polls, my wife has the polls on Disney. Right. So like you probably you probably knew it the same day I did, um, which would have been March sixth. That's when the article was written. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but for the people who don't know, I mean, who are new, to, actually, actually, you know, I knew it before the sixth. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, right, you know, you got the uh, you 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 know, you're one of those people that gets the inside track, inside scoop from Disney people. Yes, <laughs> I know so, a lot of rumors. I mean, that's you, the thing. Like, I don't, I, I try to tend not to talk about too much future stuff that Disney's doing because you go yeah, until they till they say something it doesn't it doesn't exist like right because there's a lot of things that they they're doing that you that were you know that people are aware of because they see things or they talk to cast members which are the employees you know um and or, you know or or just different things they find out from filings of of uh, uh permits and stuff like that so you you they have an inkling of what it is but until it actually happens like because because sometimes they 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 file stuff just to file stuff like just to just to have it you know or or or, or, or you just you know like websites and, and stuff like that so so people start speculating on what it is and then Basically, like somewhere in the background, which nobody knows about, it might fall through because this project didn't work the way they thought it would. So they ended up scrapping it and then it just never comes to be. So that's why I never really like talking about stuff like until you go, oh, yeah, it's actually happening. Well, Ed, here's something that actually happened. Uh, Philadelphia's Franklin Institute had, was selected to launch the Walt Disney Company's 100 year anniversary exhibit in February 2023. Uh, it will feature galleries of hundreds of artifacts fresh from Disney's vault and an immersive environment of sight and sound. Uh, the Walt Disney Company partnered with SC Exhibitions to begin production on the exhibit that celebrates a century of innovation, history, and Disney's legacy. It's going to be a 15,000-square-foot-yet-to-be-named exhibit. It will showcase stories and characters from the Walt Disney Company from 1923 to 2023. Um, this is a quote. The Franklin Institute is thrilled to debut this world premiere exhibit in Philadelphia during the remarkable 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. The president and CEO of the Franklin Institute, Larry Dubinsky, said, We look forward to celebrating the legacy of a creative, a creative empire synonymous with imaginative storytelling, innovation, discovery, and wonder that spans generation and delivers widespread, undeniable global, global appeal. After the exhibition launches at the Institute in February, the second global ex exhibition is set to be launched in March. Um, historian, historian and internationally recognized Walt Disney expert Paula Sigmund, Paula Sigmund Lowry said many of the objects found in the exhibit have never been outside the company's archival animation and imagineering vaults. Ed? Wow. It's thrilling to bring Disney's crown jewels the crown jewels, art, memorabilia, costumes, props, and one-of-a-kind treasures to the public view, and to explore the story of one of the world's most creative entertainment companies, she said. So, there you go. So, you know, 
and they'll say, hey, in case you want to know, here's when the, here's when the hours are open. Um, Stacy and I have been to a couple of things at the Franklin Institute. We went to the Marvel Universe of Superheroes thing mm-hmm. at the Institute back in 2019. That was phenomenal. We did the Pixar thing. That was also great. Um, so, you know, get your tickets now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably, we'll, I'll definitely be there. Like, you know, my, I know my wife wants to go, and, uh, you know, it's yeah, how can you not? I mean, you know, especially – like you said, it's it's going to be a hundred years, and you 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 you've got to see what they have. I mean, I, I watched that show where the prop culture, which was like a lot of their Disney stuff that they've some pieces of collection uh, this guy finds, and he talks to the different like artists and and uh, um, actors or or uh, um, uh, you know uh, pe- people in that industry that that made that or or wore it, uh, you know, kind of thing going back and and. Uh, you know, talking about it, and it just it's it's so you, you you know, especially like like I mean, a lot of people find it boring, but there's like a Disney museum in Disney World that you can go through, and there's a lot of props from for movies that they've they they do, and it's it's not that long of a walk. I mean, it's uh, you know maybe a, a ten minute, fifteen minute walkthrough kind of thing that you you know you could spend more time looking at each prop and you know going through it and all. But you know, like especially in the Florida sun, you 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 want to get out of the you know it's air conditioned, so it's inside. So you you know you kind of go through it just to, to do it that way. But it's just fascinating, like some of the some of the items that they've made, you know, and just you know, and then some of the imagineering that goes on. That like you know, like I'm I'm curious to see like what like what they're gonna have as an exhibit. That's gonna be fascinating. Like is it gonna be ride pieces and 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 uh, um. Well, okay. If I if I had to make hazard a guess, it's going to be the stuff that makes them famous. There'll be there'll be some of the, um, they it's the Franklin Institute, so they'll probably have one of the um, working presidents from the Hall of Presidents there, mm. you know, and how he was made. They'll have that part. They'll probably have a still of Steamboat Willie, you know, or Oswald, the uh, whatever he was, you know, the rabbit, just to, the rabbit, just to kind of give you the history of disney I, I guarantee you ed i'm willing to i'm putting money down now that at some point in time they're gonna have mickey on top of the art museum steps doing the rocky pose <laughs> to celebrate the fact that mickey is sell, kicking off the disney celebration 100 celebration in the city of brotherly love by running up those rocky stairs and standing there going hey i guarantee it Guarantee that is easy money. <laughs> I'm just picturing now. I'm picturing some guy in a in a Disney in a Mickey costume because I mean, I, I mean, I've, you've seen him, but I mean, like people don't know. I mean, they're big shoes that that guy wears. I mean, they're big floppy kind of. He's not gonna run up the stairs. They'll, they'll actually know what they do is they have like a ramp, like like so how he great, can. How great! How great! They didn't plan this out, real <laughs> <laughs> Some guy in big fluffy shoes trying to run up those small steps. How many times he falls <laughs> down or laughing our asses off? Because <laughs> it's the city of Philadelphia will do <laughs> No matter who you are. It's going to be in February, so they have to watch out for ice and snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like the blizzard of the century, like the, the week before or a couple of days right. before the, the, they're supposed Everyone to do this. snowed in. Uh <laughs> Since someone then and some stupid Philadelphia reporter will, will go. Well, I guess you can see Elsa's in town. 
then you have Mickey standing on top of the of the steps, and you just hear someone get the fuck out of the way, you stupid mouse. <laughs> or asking Mickey Mouse where he chooses his cheesesteaks, Patterginos. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know mice like cheese. <laughs> Is he a whiz wit or without kind of guy? Jeez. <laughs> I just see it all now. All oh, the stupid Philadelphia. He'll dress like we. He'll dress very patriotic, like in like some colonial outfit on top of the top of the. Philadelphia steps right now someone in Disney's going fuck that's a great idea write that down <laughs> <laughs> some some revolutionary war blue coat stance on top of the hey look at me yo look at me a Mickey Mouse eh <laughs> I love it brother yeah they they do the iconic Rocky with the with the gray uh, uh, sweatsuit that's got yeah, a hole in it he's wearing the gray sweatsuit uh huh and then fucking cause you can't have somebody on. You can't have someone famous on the Rocky Steps without having Sylvester Stallone there. So you know he'll be there. Hey, welcome to the city of brotherly love, Mickey. <laughs> happy one, happy one hundredth anniversary. <laughs> it's going to be a knockout <laughs> with his fist right by Mickey's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh god all of a sudden Goofy comes out oh god Ooh, I'll teach you what a real man does oh, I'm gonna bring the pain oh, <laughs> mm. you need a real man oh, god <laughs> oh boy yeah so there you have it Ed Welcome to City of Burley Love 2023. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed. I also got this is where Sean becomes a grumpy old man. And okay. he's going to bitch. He's going to bitch and complain. They're making a Space Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know uh, that? I mean, no, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. But now, because they're in the production, production stills are coming out and there's character designs and stuff like that. First of all, we need to we need to discuss the fact that Pepe Le Pew is actually cut from Space Jam Two, uh, and the scene was Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Sexual... <laughs> huh? Every every time you say you see a Space Jam Two, I want to say Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, Pepe Le Pew cut from Space Jam Two, Electric Boogaloo scene. <laughs> see, how, scene see, see how that rolls off the tongue? <laughs> it 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 always Electric Boogaloo to anything with the number two always rolls off good. <laughs> But, Ed, this is a serious subject because the scene that he's cut from was going to talk about sexual uh, sexual consent. Just let you know, mm-hmm. in Space Jam 2, Electric Boogaloo, Pepe Le Pew is going to his comeuppance about consent. <sighs> Apparently, again, this is from our friends at comicbookresources.com, so again, I'm sure someone's got to stick up their ass. Um... Pepe Le Pew won't be returning for Space Jam sequel, Space Jam, A New Legacy. That's what it's called. Um, they're cutting a scene that shows the French skunk getting his comeuppance. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy will no longer cast Pepe Le Pew, robbing fans of the chance to see a film scene where the Hansy skunk learns an important lesson about consent. 
Pepe Le Pew's announced, announced cut from the Warner Brothers film came in the wake of the New York Times article discussing the cartoon characters perpetuant of rape culture and as reported by Deadline. However, the decision to cut the French skunk and his consent scene with a woman at a cafe played by Grace, uh, Gracie Santo was made when Space Jam 2 changed directors in 2019. So apparently the scene was already filmed. Um, although the consent scene won't be released as part of the current director Malcolm D. Lee's visions for the film, a description of the scene was released. Uh, the skunk would have appeared in a black-and-white Casablanca-like Rick Cafe sequence. Um, Pepe is a bartender who starts hitting on a woman at the bar. Um, Pepe uses his typical arm kiss move without asking for consent first, leading the woman to pull back her arm and slap Pepe into the chair next to hers. The woman then splashes her drink on the Pepe and slaps him so hard that his chair spins around until it's stopped by LeBron James' hand. So the source also adds that James and Bugs are looking for Lola and Pepe knows her whereabouts. Pepe then tells the guys that Penelope Cat has filed the restraining order against him and James then informs Pepe that he can't grab other tunes without their consent. Upon hearing of her scene was cut from the Space Jam sequel, Santo representative, uh, Santo's representative stated, stated, this was such a big deal for her to be in this movie. Even though Pepe is a cartoon character, if anyone was going to slap a sexual harasser like him, uh, Greasy wished it would have been her. Uh, now that the scene's cut, she doesn't have that power to influence of the world through younger generations. We'll be watching Space Jam 2, Roger Boogaloo, to let younger girls and younger boys know that Pepe's behavior is unacceptable. (laughs) In case, I don't know, do you know what the synopsis for the new movie is? Ah, no, I do not. Are you going to tell me? I got it right here in a nice little paragraph. The story goes, during a trip to the Warner Brothers studio, NBA superstar LeBron James and his son accidentally get trapped within a world that contains all of the Warner Brothers story, stories and characters under their under the control of a malfunctioning, all-powerful force named Al G. Uh, with the help of Bugs Bunny, LeBron must navigate through a never-before-imagined world filled with iconic movie scenes and characters as they reassemble the Looney Tunes to rescue his lost son. Now to get back home, LeBron and the Tunes have to unravel Al G's mystery plan and win an epic basketball basketball game against digital gamified superversions of the NBA and WNBA's biggest stars as the entire world watches. Okay. It, it, it arrives in theaters and HBO Max July 16th. I'm so glad we got HBO Max, Ed. There it is. That's my $15. Would have been would have been put towards Space Jam 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but <laughs> in in the wake of not only do you lose Pepe Le Pew scene, apparently they made um, changes to Lola Bunny, by the way. <sighs> uh, have you seen that? Yes. <laughs> I actually seen the two pictures. I, I don't. I, I. I. But go on. I don't want to say until <laughs> okay. you say something. Well, it basically, there's there's two. This one's from Newsweek. Um, two articles, uh, and then this one is from Movie Web. So let's start with Movie Web because again, reputable source. <laughs> um, 
Why Lola Bunny needed a new look, according to Space Jam 2 directors Malcolm D. Lee. Okay? Uh, Lola Bunny has a new look in Space Jam, a new legacy, and Malcolm D. Lee has explained why the changes were necessary. Space Jam, a new legacy, um, has explained that this week Lola's new look was unveiled in a sneak peek at Space Jam 2, with teams LeBron James, uh, which teamed LeBron James with the most popular Looney Tunes characters. On social media, many fans have observed that the cartoon bunny now has an appearance that's much more family-friendly than the version featured in the original Space Jam. Um, hold on. Just go back there. This. This. Um, Okay. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Lee opened up about why these changes to Lola Bunny were necessary. The decision came after watching the original Space Jam for the first time in 2019, and at the time, Lee felt flummoxed as to why the character was so, quote, sexualized. As Lee explains in the interview, um, Lola Bunny was very sexualized, like Betty Boop mixed with Jessica Rabbit. Lola was not politically correct. This is a kid's movie. Why is she in a crop top? It just felt unnecessary. But at the same time, there's a long history of that in cartoons. This is 2021. It's important to reflect on the authenticity of strong, capable female characters. Uh, noting that there are other several changes made with Lola beyond her new look, uh, Space Jam 2 Lee goes on the ad. Uh, she probably has the most human characteristics of the tunes. She doesn't have a thing like a carrot or a lisp or a stutter, so we reworked a lot of her things, not only her look, like making sure she had an appropriate length on her shorts and was feminine without being objectified, but gave her a real voice. For us, it was, uh, let's ground her athletic power, pow, prowess, her leadership skills, and make her as a full character as the others. Um... It kind of gives you the rest of the fluff piece. It's directing this one. Okay, so um, thoughts? Uh, well, do you or, or do you want me to take this first swing? <laughs> uh, no, you uh, um, you go ahead. No, you go ahead first, and I'll <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll see. Where, I'll see where you're going with this. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm going to start by saying I yes. You know what? I I seen the difference in the characters. Um, the Lola Bunny of the original Space Jam is, I would say, a little bit more appealing to a male gaze, probably. Mm-hmm. Is definitely more of the, uh, you know, like, uh, I get the Jessica Rabbit type deal, like, you know, the, the hypersexualized, I guess, you know, what, you know, you see Bugs' eyes all bug out and the heart shapes, you know, yeah, I get it. What I don't understand, and this is me. I understand the need to make sure that a character, and again, it's a cartoon character, so take this with a grain of salt. I understand the need for not having a female character not perceived as sexual in any way, shape, or form to give her her whole, you know, a whole, um, all different facets of being a, a quote unquote person or a character. What I don't understand is why do you, why are you taking away her femininity as an athlete? You know, like why it, the look that they have her in, as opposed to what she looked like in the original and what she looks like in the sequel, it makes me feel as if someone has a problem with making a woman be not only attractive but also athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of, for lack of a better term, 
butched her up a little bit more, like making sure her shirt. I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with longer shorts. You know, they didn't put her in a crop top, but they did give her like a, I think a regular t-shirt. You know, she definitely doesn't look at it's a t it's a t-shirt. It's a little saggy. Um, they do give her some hips. Um, she still kind of has the sass a little bit, um, but it definitely does look more like desexualized, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I can understand. Again, I can understand. You know, everyone everyone you know looks at Jessica Rabbit and goes, "Ooh, something stirs." Josie and the Pussycats was, was it for me when I was a kid. You know, <laughs> even Lola Bunny. You know how she was portrayed in the movie was definitely very kittenish and very like coy and you know like was was aware of her ability as a quote-unquote female character at the ability that she had on the other characters around she used that in a smart way to her advantage mm-hmm. i don't see her, i don't see a problem with that because paints the picture of you know women are beautiful guys could be stupid around beautiful women that's fact you know mm-hmm. um i don't necessarily think and again to make her an athlete, I still think as a female athlete, you can still be beautiful on and off court. On you know whether it be a basketball court, a baseball field, a tennis court, you know MMA. Um, Ronda Rousey, Gina Carano, both very attractive women who also could crush us like twigs. You know, <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. You know, right. they also two very beautiful women who also have the ability to throw a punch and you know probably knock me out. I'm okay with that. You know. <laughs> And still look good doing it. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I just kind of feel like you know, and you have it's a very thin line when you try to take away features of one characteristic to try to push another characteristic without blurring that line. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I ultimately, I don't care. It's just, it's my opinion. I just don't think that you need to take away all her femininity to make her equal with the guys mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the kind of how is that how is that um positive you're trying to say that in order to play in a man's world you have to dress more like a man you know you have to look more mannish in order if you want to play basketball with the boys like how how does that help you know anybody but Again, I'm not. I'm a middle-aged white man. I've never had the problems of a woman to be on a baseball field. I, I don't have to wear a sports bra. Well, I mean, I have to wear a sports bra because you know of my boobs. But I don't know those struggles. But I do know that they are real, and they should be addressed. But I don't think you know. I don't think that that means that that makes them look even more. They they don't have to look like. I don't know. I don't know if any of that made sense. No, <laughs> like, it like, did. It did. I, it did. No, it did. It, I, it's, I, I, I understand the need for the changes, but I feel like the changes are still pushing a opposite stereotype of what they think they're trying to achieve. And and in all fairness, it's coming from a guy too. So I think that it's he's trying to overly he's overcompensating by saying that well, we don't want to make her sexual, so we take away her sexuality completely. You know, and and we'll still make her a strong leader and we'll still strike her maybe a strong basketball player and still be able to do the things she wants to do. But why, again, going back to why can't a person or a woman do that and still look beautiful? Right. Why, why, where is there a rule that says in order to, to play with the boys, you have to look like a boy, you know? Well, I, 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 I think, I think it's, I think it's the fact is that they don't want the, the little boy loins to, um, grow, uh, you know, watching this movie, you know, like getting, 
like like they did back twenty some years ago. I mean, Mark, my first question about this is why are they making this movie? Like, and I, I mean, I can guess why because LeBron James wants to outdo. Uh, LeBron James wants to be Michael Jordan so bad that he'll even do his own shitty movies. Right. That's you know, that's, that's the, what comes down to. Yeah. Is that Space Jam wasn't a great movie. It was okay at best. I, but LeBron James wants to prove that he is just as good as Michael Jordan, that he can make a shitty cartoon movie too, just like Jordan did, and people will still love it. Right. Get, show me more rings. Do you want to be better than Michael Jordan? Show me the stats. Right. <laughs> like, go out on the golf course. Are you going to be wearing Hanes? Yeah, I just... Right, no. like, that's... The- <laughs> that's the thing. So I was like, for for me, that's the first problem. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, they've done this already. Like, like, like this is a one and done. This is not like you know. And it's like you know. And right away, you did you, you, what I was going to say. You hit it right on that. That that LeBron James wants to be Michael Jordan or wants to beat Michael Jordan at his yeah. own game, basically. So he's he he's he's trying every avenue he can to do that. And it's just like, dude, give it up. Like you know, like. Win more championships, you know. You you got to have a good team, you know, rallying around you. That they, they, you know, and a good coach that will, you know, keep you, you know, going or whatever. And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not want to get too much into sports because <laughs> this is <laughs> this is where I tread lightly because I don't know much about especially basketball. Um, but then getting back to the Lola Bonley thing, and I'm like, I looked at the pictures, and I'm like, you know what? I appreciated the, I, I think. She was the reason why I watched the original <laughs> Space Jam movie. To be honest with you, I don't think I'm gonna not because of because they changed her. Like it, I think this is like past my time because it's like you get to a point where I'm like I don't know much about basketball. Like like will I enjoy this? Like like how 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 weird? Because to me it was like it was like Looney Tunes. Like all right, and then you're going oh my god, Lola Bunny. <laughs> like. You know, like, yeah, yeah. way to go, Water Brothers. You did something right for once. Yeah, it's like, all right, but <laughs> went for the basketball, and left with the Lola. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, so it's like, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? She's not drawn horribly. You know, like right. she's not attractive. You know, in the type of thing, but she's kind of like the female Bugs Bunny. I mean, that's what she looks like. I mean, and that's 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 what you have to chalk this up to. It's just like she. He, to me, it was like an un. It was weird to see Lola Bunny back in the original with uh, Bugs, because it's like they the two looked so weird because of how she was drawn and how he was drawn. It was like it just didn't right. fit, you know, like to me. And then it's just like now this kind of fits more if their body types are the same. You're going, all right, this this makes more sense in the cartoon world. I don't know why. It's it's my screwed up brain, you know, uh, spouting this crap out. So what do you, what do you want? But that's, that's how I see it. Like, will it make a difference in this movie? No, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> like, 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 let's, 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 let's put the, let's put the car, let's put the horse before the car first and go, you know, like this, this, it's not like this movie's going to be like the next justice. League. <laughs> Back in my day, I wanted my cartoon rabbit sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Bugs dressed up in drag, because <laughs> that's what you're getting. I mean, it's it's, it's look it's, what look what he did to Elmer Fudd. 
that waskily wet. Fudd's still in therapy. <laughs> but but that's the idea. It's just like it's just like I, you know I get it, and you, and you, and and I think you're 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 pushing too hard. Like I agree with you. I think they're pushing too hard for this to to make it you know like something you know. But at the end of the day, it's a cartoon, and it's and and, and I hate to say because especially I, I how much I enjoy Warner Brothers cartoons is the the Bugs Bunny cartoons. It's not going to be a good one. Like. <laughs> this 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 idea was not good. Like like I'm thinking, did they forget? Like like you know like I th- well, you know what I actually have. I think I got a free cop free digital copy of the original Space Jam. <laughs> Go back and revisit it before I watch the second one. <laughs> I know I'll be lost if I don't watch Space Jam to, for, for I watch Space Jam Two Electric Boogaloo. I'm gonna be lost because I don't remember that at all. I mean, you're talking twenty. How many years? It was like nineties, um, wasn't it? Ninety something, ninety six. Probably. You know, <laughs> now I have I to mean, look that up now. No, I'll look it up because you were you're on a rant, so <laughs> I'll look it up. <laughs> but that's the, the the idea is just it's just totally ridiculous. It's just you're going, yeah. I I don't think they realize like like I'm it might have done like well. I guess I'm assuming uh, Space it's, Jam was in 1996. My God, my brain is working sometimes. <laughs> so you're talking 25 years. Oh my God, 25 years ago. You know, and I'm thinking, yeah, it was hyped. It was hyped up then, and I think people were excited because. I don't think they've seen a Warner Brothers movie in a long time. Like cartoon, uh, right. I keep seeing Warner yeah, Brothers. You don't. You very rarely do. Does Warner Brothers pull out the "Hey, we're making a brand new Bugs Bunny movie," and oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it ain't. And, and we're gonna have Michael Jordan, and it's gonna be cartoon basketball. And we got Bill Murray in it, and, and you know, he's the. It's like you had to. Ex- like at least there was a, it was a wacky theory then. This is even a wacky. This is even a wackier theory now. LeBron James's son gets lost in the cartoon world, and it almost sounds like they're going to be instead of doing through like inviting real people to be, they're going to be invading the Warner Brothers library. Like you're going to see Bugs and Daffy run across the Shining lobby or something like that, or God forbid Elmer Fudd jumping off of something while it explodes behind him. I want to say that's a Disney movie now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just that waskily wabbit, you know, it's, I just can't, I can't. Uh, so it was, you're going to, oh shit, I just did now, you're going to have like Bugs, Daffy Duck, Dark, you're going to see Darkwing Duck, you're going to see Duck Dodgers in, in heroic poses, poses, you know, they're gonna make fun of they're gonna make fun of Justice League in some way, shape, or form. You know, have a <laughs> like that's run, gonna be hard. Run through like Godzilla movie or something like that. They'll just <sighs> the Warner Warner Brothers movie library is gonna be <laughs> rampant with tunes. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like I think what was. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? That was like an eighties movie, right? Late eighties, right? Like, I uh, think. uh, yeah, eighty eight. Eighty eight. Um, was yeah, it was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? So, you, was, see, you know, you I see, was, you see the Warner Brothers people, you see the Bugs Buddy gang in there, and you got excited, you know, type of thing, and then you're like, you know, like ninety six, you're coming, it's coming out with Space Jam, and you're like, oh my god, like it's gonna be great, like I enjoyed Who Framed Roger Rabbit, <laughs> and you go, and yeah, I didn't like this at all. Yeah, well, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was its own little thing. I saw an interesting little um, tidbit that, you know, since it's a touchstone film, 
obviously had there was no problem getting the you know the Disney characters, but because they wanted to get the Warner Brother characters in there too, that they actually had to work out a deal where they would only allow the Warner Brothers characters like Bugs and Daffy to appear in the movie if they shared equal time with Mickey and Donald, mm. which is why you have the scene of Donald and Daffy playing piano together and Mickey and Bugs together for those for the exact in those two scenes for the exact same time instead of having like one doing something else is so that way they can they can make sure that they had equal screen time well that's the thing like like they had they had warner brothers had more uh screen time than than the uh thing because you figure there was that tweety one where he was you know where the uh the the valiant was uh, on that on that string holding on and he sure. does the piggy you know bit and then my favorite all the time was when you seventy said there's an explosion and he comes flying out and he's he chops down and he goes my biscuits are burning. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. Yeah, because it was like how inappropriate when we were young. <laughs> it was like, it's the stuff that sticks with you. <laughs> but that's the you know but so you 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 got to see that and you were all excited you know the, the and you're going wow they're gonna make a Warner's brother like a, a bugs buddy cartoon and you're going and then, of course then i found out michael jordan was in, like oh it's gonna be disappointing <laughs> it's, right. it's like i'm not a i don't like basketball so i'm like all right well i gotta take what for what it was and you see it and you're going whoo <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if I enjoyed basketball more, maybe I would have liked the movie more. I mean, as a Looney Tunes fan, I, I like I enjoyed the movie as a Bugs Bunny fan, mm. but as a Michael Jordan fan, I was like, I, yeah, I was indifferent. I was like, yeah, yeah, he won a bunch of rings, and he's pretty famous, and you know, he's like the guy in basketball right now. But you know, twenty years ago, if they would have made you know Looney Tunes, if they would have put Wayne Gretzky in a Looney Tunes cartoon. I've been like, hey, I'm a little more invested at that. Yeah, no, I know hockey. I know hockey. That's why I do that. So I'll, I'll watch that. I definitely would watch that. That would be interesting. Yeah, they should have made all kind of sports movies with that. <laughs> right, a whole new genre of film. Bugs Bunny and the sports movies. Bugs Bunny and tennis. Bugs Bunny and golf. Bugs Bunny and <laughs> baseball. All of it. <laughs> Put them all in there. It'd be called. Uh, Space space sports series. It's Space Jam, Space um, Slapshot, Space Hat Trick, uh, <laughs> Space Home Run, Space TD, <laughs> Space Own One, Space Ace. Have you called Space Ace? Because uh, if you get a hole in one, it's called an ace. So there you go, space ace. Ha uh-huh. ha. Here's one. Here's one they they should tackle, and and it's I think I think it make billions. Bugs Bunny and Bowling. Oh yeah, actually, you know what I? The only person I could see to actually pull off a, a a cartoon, a sports cartoon with Bugs Bunny gang is The Rock. Ugh. <laughs> Wrestling with Bugs Bunny. <laughs> if you smell what the Bugs is cooking. <laughs> That would be great because I would love to see you know where especially because you know they they've done the wrestling with the, in the cartoons where he's like trying to trying to move the rock you know type of thing and they they get him right. in a lock and he's trying to trying to move him and all of a sudden he takes the the hood, he was wearing the the hood or the mask or whatever and he tears <laughs> it and then you would see the rock like hold his butt. <laughs> you have you have Daffy Duck dressed like the Macho Man with the fringes and all that stuff. 
<laughs> Elmer Fudd coming out going, Woo! <laughs> this is that'd be great if because if like if Porky Pig was the uh, was the referee, it's like but 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 one. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> there you go, Dizzy. I mean, there you go, that, Warner Brothers. There you go. That, that's the that's the space whatever space WWE. I'm all for that because you know all those guys are cartoon characters anyway. You know, it's the real life. I mean, The Rock. You can get Batista, Triple H, all of them. You know, John Cena could do the You can't see me, but he's actually still standing there and bugs. Dabby's like, I don't know, I can't see him. Where is he? <laughs> you know? uh. The tag, the tag team of Speedy Gonzalez and Slowpoke Rodriguez versus you know the the Hardy Boys. <laughs> I'm, you know, your Sammy Sam coming out and the, the rootinest, tunest, five flutinest showman of all time. Your Sammy Sam comes out <laughs> uh, against Hulkamania. <laughs> well, they wouldn't get, get Hogan anymore. <laughs> we could pay homage. <laughs> you know, it's a porky figure. I got. Two words for you. S- 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 suck it. Degeneration pig. Elmer Fudd dressed like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give me a beer. <laughs> Elmer Fudd Sweet 16 says you just got your ass whooped. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's wabbit season now, you wascally wabbit. <laughs> Glass breaks, he comes straight out. <laughs> did it, did it. He's got the comes on wearing the whole hunter outfit. <laughs> Oh no, Tasmanian, Tasmanian, Tasmanian Devil doing side commentary with the actual Taz, the wrestler. <laughs> oh, God, oh, he got hit with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> uh, Tweety and Sylvester in the ring at, at a steel cage match. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things I want to see, damn it. I don't want to see LeBron James dribbling at basketball. I want to see mankind choke slam <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn through a steel cage. That's what I want. I said, I said, boy. <laughs> I said, boy, you're not doing it right. <laughs> he looks at the camera. The porch lights on, but nobody's home. <laughs> oh God! See, that's that's I need that. That's the that's the movie I want. Bugs ver- Bugs Bunny versus whoever the Rock in a WrestleMania type match. <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually you know they have they're forced to match because you can't have Rock be the bad guy or Bugs be the bad guy. That they're 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 pitted against each other in some stupid. You know, 
<laughs> two minutes or one minute lead type situation. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got, Ed. All right. <laughs> I think that's enough. Just, just imagine their own personal WWE Looney Tunes matchup. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you've listened to Geeksters if you haven't already figured that out. If not, phew, boy, you you scroll down the wrong aisle. Um, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> if they've been listening this long. And they didn't know that's crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> follow us oh, on Twitter just, at Keeksters. Someone just downloads the show like this looks interesting. And it's like their first ever or they missed two and a half hours in. <laughs> oh, this is Geeksters? Oh my god. <laughs> Shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> Fuck, I thought this was the Adam Carolla show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was Love Lines. <laughs> All right, well, again, Geeksters Radio, give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or you can contact Ed on anything. Yeah, about anything. Your perfect Looney Tunes WWE matchup at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away.